Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. You know, DJ, whose name I can't pronounce, looked inconsistent. What is his name? I, DJ Ui Angalale. I cannot say it. We say Ui Ui on on ga ga lale. Ui ga anga. No, Ui on Ui Angela Merkel. <laughs> this is gonna be. I already know. This is gonna be. It's like come and cheebone, and it's gonna be like Ui 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 Ui. Oh, you're predicting what? Ted, That's what's Ted's gonna be make the, the intro open? next week. I guarantee you, Ted. I already. You can't use it now because I'm saying it. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! He's Shavaka, dude! You want to sack? The guy is drunk! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? This is Man and Bone. Football Friday. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We've got a big program today. Saturday showcase. We get you ready for all the big games tomorrow. That is coming up at 334. NFL PX. PX. At 448. The caller beat us last week, so we start off 0-1 against the caller. Good. I hope we lose every week. Give the callers the prize. I'm, well, I'm why can't, team caller the Why prize. can't we just give them the prize and still want to beat them? That's fine. I would prefer that, but every time oh, you I know bring what I that up, everyone yells at me. I have made a decision. Oh, boy. We're just going to give him the prize. Every week. Every week. Okay. You get the prize. He's just a common man. Now I've, I've made the decision. Now I care. Now right. I, now I want to win. Now you're going to compete to win. Yeah, because then I don't care. I don't want to take the, the, the prize away from the listener. I'm glad they call in. I'm glad they listen to All us. Right, guaranteed the prize thing. and a friendly competition. I'll tell you right to now. To the death. You know who is so mad about this? He is chomping nails over there. Ted Holbrook, Panama Ted, is just livid. Come that, up with it, Ted. Now that, I have to go back and try to email find people. A prize. Yes. Find, find a prize. Here, let yeah. me tell you who to email. Brad at stupid.com. <laughs> <laughs> email him. He'll get you a prize. Promotions Brad um, is in charge of prizes uh, here at the station. So He'll come go. through. I, I have faith in okay, him. Okay, I'm just saying, Ted doesn't like, he likes meritocracy. He says you should earn it. And I say it's a dumb radio contest. They made it all the way through the all right, luck of the we've made the, the decision. They're getting the prize. Getting the prize. Everybody gets see, a prize. But see, Ted is just so mad. You hear it? Do you hear it in his voice? He's so know, I mad. Care. I don't care. So mad He about listened it. to five minutes of the show yesterday. <laughs> You're so mad about that. Well, he had a board that the blew board up wasn't working yeah, right. I know. Yeah, but right. You know what? Threw everything off. Ted, I it throws me off. When I, when I look over at you and I see you're not even paying attention and there are two engineers in there trying to help you out with something... I feel left out over here. This is a rough day. Yeah. It was a rough day. Mm-hmm. Well, was anything right. fixed? Or do we just put a Band-Aid on a gunshot wound like we normally do here? That's what we did. Okay, good. But so the same thing's going to happen today? I think today it'll be fine because uh, the way it's set up today, I think it'll work. Actually, I, I got to say, fingers crossed, I hope it happens <laughs> today. Crossed. I hope it happens today, actually. But Why? So I can lose my mind? No, because uh, I don't believe Leanne is doing traffic, so I think it may actually no, just save us all a lot today. of aggravation if... Uh, 
if it just were to like blow up right during traffic like it did well, the it's last not, few times. It's not just the, the traffic. We haven't been able to talk to Ted. Well, that's true. Yeah. See, but, we have a little talk back button here. If I press it, my air feed goes off and I can talk to Ted in the other room. But that has not been working. So instead, we've developed some sort of sign language, which has evolved into Teddy just showing me his pee-pee. Yes. I was going to say, the sign language I always see is just one finger extended up in the air. That's the only sign language I've seen over there. But I, the the good news is this. They're putting in a new board. Like next week, I believe when? it's going. Next week. I'm pretty I sure it's going it's been, in. It's been next week for a no, year. No, no, it is next week. They've got it. It's all. I'm pretty sure. Sh- that's what I was told is it's going in next week. Okay. And then once it's in, then because they could just reset the board and it could stop working completely. They don't know what's going on in there. So if they fix this board or they try to and it breaks, then we're really screwed. Now, what happens if the board breaks completely? You have to move us to a different studio to do the show? Yep. I won't have to move you. I'll just have oh, to move, you have have to move, move himself. Yeah, yeah, you guys stay move. there. You, then you really won't see me. That's right. That'll be <laughs> off in another world. That's right. right. It'll be back like pandemic time. Virtual. Uh, yeah. Tool of the week is coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. Send in your Twitter tools now at manandbone971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Chiefs beat the Chargers last night. It was Prime Video on Amazon. Jalen Watson. With a huge 99-yard pick six. Yeah, that was uh, pretty shocking that 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 play happened just because Justin Herbert had looked so good throughout most of that game. Yes, that was a bad throw. Well, it was, you know what, I couldn't tell if it was bad throw or whatever receiver he was trying to throw to. I know they showed this on SportsCenter today that he he was like tapping his helmet the play before at the end of the play to say, hey, I need to come out. But they went hurry up, and so he stayed on the field, and then when he made that little route that he did, he didn't quite sell the move as well as he could have, and the route got jumped, and it went the other way. So maybe it's on you know quarterback, maybe it's on receiver. Either way, the point that was is that the Chiefs offense did not look great no. throughout that game, but somehow through some you know nice magic from your defense, getting a big pick six, they were able to find a way to get that done. Well, that's what good teams do, right? I mean, you got to pick up your teammates when you can, opportunistic when you can. And from a Chargers standpoint, you probably played that game thinking, we're the better team, we lost, even though we think we're better. Oh, and by the way, Justin Herbert hurt his ribs. Yeah, that that's what I'm saying. Like He got, he got rocked in that game, and I hope that he's okay because he has been fun to watch. But even after that, he came out for a play. I think, who, who came in? Chase? Is it Chase Daniels? Chase Daniels. Is there backup? Yeah. yeah. And he... Came out for like a play or two, and then Herbert goes back in and throws a complete missile over the middle, like a ridiculous ball that, I mean, 90% of the quarterbacks in the NFL can't make that throw under the pressure, and then he's got all this stuff going on with his ribs, and he still made an epic throw. And I think the play before that, he had like a third and manageable and could have just run for a first down, but pulled up and just grounded the ball because he was like, I I can't, I can't. I can't try to run with this injury. And then he makes a throw like that. So he's fun to watch. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how fun it is. They lost that game, and it's it's too bad for the Chargers. Curious to see the viewership numbers when we get them. We were told they would be a, they'd be delayed, so I assume we're not going to get them today. But I wonder how many people tuned in to watch that. The broadcast did not impress me. I thought that the the sound mix was weird. They they couldn't get the levels right for the announcers. Just something seemed off about it. 
Yeah, everything was odd. And then there were people, I didn't have this myself, but there were some people that were showing that they had either paused the game or tried to fast forward in the game because they had stopped it and then, or they joined late and that it would either freeze up on them or sometimes the audio would become unsynced. I mean, these are, these are the problems that I'm sure any new startup thing is going to have, right? When you're doing your first, well, first official live NFL broadcast, right? I mean, that's going to be bit of a problem, but it's not like Amazon hasn't shown games before. They've just not been the exclusive home. Yeah, they've been the streaming partner for the last couple of years. Yeah, but maybe the fact that so many people now were logging on and saying, all right, it's the only place I can watch this game. I will go watch it on their thing. And then maybe that overwhelmed the system a little bit. I have no idea if that's what it is, but they need to get that corrected too because there will be plenty of people who might have checked it out, had a bad experience for five minutes and said, all right, never mind. This isn't worth it for me. I'm going to tune it out. Maybe the number is going to be bigger than expected. I saw analysts think that like five to seven million would tune in, which would still be, you know, not what they're offering advertisers. I've seen a report that they're offering advertisers 12 million. I've seen a report they're offering them 15 million. Either way, I doubt they're going to hit that Telling number. the advertisers that's how many they will deliver in audience yes, share. And, and if and they don't hit that number, they have to refund money. That's the way it goes. You don't just shrug your shoulders at Coca-Cola or whatever advertiser pays the money and says, oops, sorry, yes. you're guaranteeing a viewership number. If you don't hit that, you refund the money. Yes, that, would, that would matter for most media companies, not a media company that is bigger than no, all I, their I advertisers. Combined. Like but, I'm but saying, at the same time, you know, Amazon's going to be able to survive this for a couple years until yes, the numbers of course. catch up. I'm not saying Amazon goes out of business if it doesn't work out this season, but they're not in the business of just you know losing money. Well, I well, guess they are. They I are. mean, they make these space companies <laughs> that just lose all sorts of money. <laughs> no, You're they, right. Who the hell I'm cares? They've, Amazon has technically never turned a profit unless, I mean, that's the stat they used to throw out a few years ago. I don't know. Maybe now they do. But because they have all those warehouses, they've built all this infrastructure, I could see them saying, we built this thing. We know we're going to lose money for the first three or four years. We know we're not going to deliver on advertising, but we're going to move everyone over to this and be all the right. leader my in po- live my sports. Point, my, yes, my point else. is, though, even Amazon who can lose really all the money that they want, they still cancel shows. Oh, yeah, they do. Right? Right. If, if a show's I'm, not meeting their you. expectations, yes. they cancel. Now, they have a contract here. They're not going to cancel. I'm, I'm guessing, and I this is kind of a, a crude comparison, but I'll make it anyway. Please I, do. Is I, it about Dildaroonies and Lou? No, I wish it was. No, it's, it's actually about Live Golf. I feel like the people who run Amazon who did this NFL deal, they're looking at it the same way as the people who run Live Golf are saying, yeah, but we're not in this just to purely make money, although we do want to do that eventually. We're trying to put Amazon on the map as a destination for live sports. Among their, What is their goal? Their goal is to be the everything store and website, and they're trying to get Prime Video to be, not only are we just one of your streaming options, we want to be your most indispensable streaming option. And if we get football on here, if we get you know these shows that people watch, if we can produce more of those that are better than everybody else's, then that's that's good for them. So all I'm getting to is I would guess Amazon probably doesn't do the number they want to out of the gate, and they probably don't then just pack up and say, oh, well, that was worth, that no, wasn't no, no. worth I, it. I don't They'll think that happens. They'll stick with it for a few years, I would guess. At yes, least. but I was, I was reading something the other day in one of these business websites talking about this, saying, you know, will it work out for Amazon? Who the hell knows? But companies like Netflix and Apple, they're watching this. Because this is the experiment. And yeah. if, it, if it's not drawing the numbers that they expect, what it will do in the future is maybe Apple was inclined to bid and now they won't. 
because yeah. they've, cause they've right. seen what's gone on at Amazon and they say, you know what, we'll, we'd rather produce 20 original programming shows for people as opposed to paying for one NFL game. Amazon is paying for this new Black Friday game they're going to put on in 2023. <laughs> Right. One game on Friday. One game and one game only. A hundred million dollars. A hundred million dollars. How many versions of the morning show can you make for a hundred million dollars? Good question. I don't I don't know the answer on that, but I do know you're right. That's there's a number that even Amazon, Jeff Bezos, they would hit and say this isn't working for us. We don't like how this is going and they would pull the plug on it. I'm guessing their numbers larger than most of even the streamers or the networks that have bid on these games in the past, but we'll see. I'm curious to see the numbers too. And I, I'm guessing week one probably won't be the strongest. No, I'm, I'm sure it, will, it won't. It's... I wonder how it'll go over the course of the season. I wonder if it will improve or if it will like, you'll hit a high point in week one and then it just craters from there because maybe the games aren't as good or people just say it's too difficult to use. All I know is if Jeff Bezos and Amazon, if this blows up in their face, I'll be laughing the entire time. I think that's hilarious, but We'll find out. I, I'm I'm curious to see from a streaming standpoint how many people have adopted it. You brought up live golf. I have a live story coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. We're looking at a crash blocking the right lane, 71 northbound at Spring Street. It's causing a backup from I-70, so you can expect delays there. And you have slow traffic on 70 eastbound between Mound Street and 315. This report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lessig. Distracted driving is dangerous driving. Be smart. Ohio Laborers and Lessig is reminding you to never text while driving. No text message is worth being distracted and getting into an accident. Do your part. Take the Distracted Driving Pledge today at OhioLECET.com. Together, we can stop distracted driving. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The best way to kill time between Leanna Ray's traffic reports. You're listening to Man and Bone. Not today. A lot of you are asking why our traffic guy sounds like he's on the toilet. I don't have an answer. He is. That's why. I don't have an answer. Maybe he is. You know Saturday what? Showcase Work is coming smarter. up at 334. That's what I say. Oh, what do you want to tell us about Chase Daniel? Oh, yeah. So I I saw this last night, multiple people making this uh, observation, and I think it's something that we should all keep in mind when we talk about life goals because we focus a lot on, you know, the ESPN.coms of the world of who's the best this, who's the greatest of all time at that, who's the largest career earner, you know who's winning at life who probably barely ever gets talked about? He was in the game last night for a play, I think. Chase Daniel. How many years has Chase Daniel been in the league? Mike, do you have any idea? Uh, 10? 13. 13. All right. right. 13 years in the NFL. Games played, 71. Starts, again, 13 years in the NFL. 71 times he's been in an NFL game. He has started five games. He has a total 
of 261 attempted passes, which of course is like in modern football, that's like a month for some of the offenses we have now. Eight touchdowns in his career. How many dollars has he earned in his 13 years in the NFL? 20 million. $41.3 million. Let him live. With eight touchdowns, 260 passes, five starts, 71 total games played, 41, I'm sorry, $41.8 million. That, my friends, is winning at life because he's not risking a ton out on the field. He's not getting beaten up like Justin Herbert just did. Now, I'm sure he'd rather have the career of what Justin Herbert's likely to have or what a lot of other guys in the league have, but you can make $40 million and basically not have to worry about all the drama that comes with being the starting quarterback, all the, did this guy make the right call? We got to yeah, get him out I mean, of there thing. From a competitive standpoint, you're right. If you're you know uber competitive, you want to be out there, you want to be competing. But that's why for years I said, now he didn't make $40 million because the finances were different then for quarterbacks. But that's why I said for years, the best quarterback job in the NFL belonged to Jim Sorgi, who backed oh, up yeah, Peyton yeah. Manning. Right. Of course. Never, never started a game. Didn't have to worry about it. He was there with Peyton Manning, getting a world-class education, winning football games, won a Super Bowl. Yeah. But the other part I was just going to make on that, though, like you said, for the ultimate competitors out there, yes, it probably would drive them crazy to be the backup and never get to play. But also, maybe we should all stop internalizing Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant's life goals. You know what I mean? Like, those guys are psychos. Normal, Most everyone else, even in the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, don't even have that drive. They have a lot of it. They have a lot of competitive drive. They want to be the best they can. But at, at some point, you also have to realize you're never going to be the best of all time. So you have to find other motivations. You have to find the motivation to be the best that you can be. Make the most of your opportunities in life, right? And I'm just saying, $40 million for being a backup quarterback, that's making the most of your opportunities. No one's going to write a book on him and say, wow. What's the Chase Daniel mentality? They're not going to do that. But I'm telling you, that's that's just as much winning at life as any Mamba mentality guy is winning at life out there. Uh, live Golf, your favorite thing. Greg Norman says that Live Golf is generating enormous interest from potential U.S. broadcasters. Mm-hmm. He says we're talking to four different networks and live conversations where offers are being put on the table. Okay. Uh, one source told Front Office Sports there may be at least at least six legitimate bidders for Liv's U.S. media rights, and the leading contender is Fox. Now, do we believe this? Because there was another story this week saying that uh, Apple and Amazon told Liv to take a hike. They're not interested. I would assume, I mean, look, they're halfway through their season, right, Liv? I don't even... Yeah, sure. They're playing this weekend. If there was so much interest in Live, why wouldn't you have a television network from day one? Now, they're on YouTube TV right now, which, by the way, we can see the numbers for. Oh, okay. Okay. The the new league saw round one of its first tournament in June, averaging 94,000 viewers on YouTube. Okay. I mean, that's... For again, for a YouTube channel, if you said I'm making a YouTube channel, I average ninety four thousand viewers for whatever I'm putting out there. That's not bad. You're also not backed by a billionaire government 
that has I was going to say you're millions you're and millions billions of this. dollars on this product. Right. Yeah, exactly. That that's not a big return on investment as of right now. And then the second round, you know, because people are tuning in to see what does this look like? What's going on? Second round that dropped to 54,000 viewers. Mm. According to Apex Marketing. Now, where are they this week? Are they in Chicago this week? Could, could be anywhere. I think they're playing now. Sure, let's say. Anyway, I, Greg Norman says, enormous interest. Here's what we do know. I don't know what these networks could possibly be. Because we know that ESPN, CBS, and NBC are out. Yeah, okay. Because they have PGA deals. Of course. And there's no way in hell they're going to be on there. Amazon and Apple are out. So what does that leave? That leaves Fox? Netflix, I guess? Yeah, Fox and all the streamers, basically, right? I mean, wouldn't that have to be it? Does Turner do PGA Tour stuff? Maybe they're involved? No, they they used to do some some things, but uh, no, they are not part of right, any maybe, golf right maybe now. Maybe Turner gets I, involved. I don't know what I don't know what I'm looking at right now, but since you just said it's going on right now, I thought, well, let me see how this works. It right? should be should be on now. Now this doesn't. This may not be the official. That's what I just did. I went to YouTube and put live golf live stream. Okay, so I I am on something that I can't tell. It says it's Live Golf International is the name of the channel. It has 220 subscribers. This may not be the official channel for whatever it's that, worth. That can't be it. Probably not, but it has 238 people are watching this stream right now. Let me see if I can find something that is actually official Live Golf. All right, this is a little bit more realistic. Let's click on this one. That is Live Golf's. They have 211,000 subscribers. They are saying on this one, 40,000 people are watching this right now. 40,000 people. Again, that's not bad for something you're streaming to YouTube. That's not anything that I think you would write back to your advertisers and say, guys, look at this. We got 40,000 people right now on YouTube. That's not going to cut it. No, 40,000 people, that's good local radio numbers. Right. Is this what, is, is what that is. Yeah. Yeah, this says, I mean, this says it's... uh yeah, I'm trying to see if there's. I'm trying to find the actual live stream of it, but yeah, this looks like apparently that's, it is forty thousand. accurate. Forty thousand people are watching it. Says it's being streamed on September 16th. That's today. So yes, this is the live stream of that tournament. There you go. You know, one of them's Triple H. He's probably gambling on it. I mean, I hope I am. I need to start gambling on it. Honestly. You're going to start gambling on Live? Why not? Because you so, don't know anything about it. That's why. I got news for you, buddy. I don't know anything about a lot of the stuff I gamble on. <laughs> I'm gambling on anything and everything. That's a lie. Come on. All right. I mean, you you're, you know about college football and the NFL. That's I what do you know gamble about on. I do know about that stuff. But I also just randomly dip into some, I don't know, if I see some hockey over in Slovenia, is can I bet on it? Maybe. Are you really betting on Slovenia? I've done it. I mean, not Slovenia, but Slo- I'm saying like Slovakian? I've, I've done some occasional like this is on right now. Let's see what it is. Oh, there's All a right. live bet on it. Just be some, careful. Some European hockey over there. I don't there. want you to have to call that number on the back of the ticket. I've only done it a couple be times. Be careful. Today. <laughs> you sound like a heroin addict. Just a couple times today. today. <laughs> this hour. Actually, right now is what I'm doing. I'm not watching Live Golf at all. I'm watching hockey. Uh, Saturday Showcase coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
All right. Well, we have some slow traffic to look out for in downtown on the downtown split heading eastbound. And you have a crash blocking the right two lanes, US 23 northbound at Home Road. Only the far left lane is open. And a crash blocks the right lane, northbound 71 at 670. It's causing a backup from I-70. This report is sponsored by Beacon Roofing. Beacon understands that every second counts. That's why they use their unique network of branches to get roofers what they need when they need it. Products from top brands like GAF and orders delivered on time and complete. Go to BECN.com to start building with Beacon today. Beacon, always building. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Getting fatter and angrier by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. It's Football Friday. It's also Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now. At Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Dick Masheter, Ford Fan Poll. What happens tomorrow? Buckeyes win by 1-16. to 16. Buckeyes win by 17-32. to 32. Buckeyes win by 33-plus. Or Toledo wins. What is the spread for this? 33 I'm guessing so. I'll say 33 plus. Uh, I'm going to say Buckeyes win by 17 to 32. Yeah, I mean, I keep hearing about Toledo's defense being better than average. I mean, it's hard to gauge, right? It's only been a couple games into the season, and we don't know what to expect from all that. But I tend to think Ohio State should have offensively things continuing to get better week to week at this stage in the season. I'm not going to say that that's going to happen all throughout the season. There's going to be times where they're going to plateau and. You saw even last week, it got a little flat there for a while, but I'd like to believe this week they're going to be better than last week because that's typically how college football works. The first few weeks of the season is the good teams really get going. Maybe this is the game where we just see everyone get on the same page and get going for real on this offense. Saturday Showcase. Common Man and T-Bone present Saturday Showcase. Sponsored by Roosters. A fun casual joint. And the official wing sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. All right, let's get you ready for the biggest games on tomorrow's schedule. Number 12, BYU at number 25, Oregon. This is 3.30 on Fox. Yeah, and Jaron Hall, their quarterback at BYU, he's been pretty good against Power 5 opponents. He improved to 7-1 all-time as a starter against Power 5 foes following last week's win over Baylor. Threw for 261 yards and a touchdown. That is also his sixth consecutive game throwing for at least 250 yards dating back to last season. Uh, also had a pair of receivers missing that game. We talked about that last week. I thought that would be a concern. It was not. They continued to keep on going, and that offense got it done when it needed to. But then on the other side of the ball here, Oregon's got Bo Nix, and they've played no one this season so far other than, well, they let me back up. They, they played lost Georgia. to Georgia and got smoked. But then last week, they came back and looked like a great offense. The Auburn transfer, Bo Nix, threw five touchdown passes. That's a career high for him. It's also the first time an Oregon quarterback had that many touchdowns in a game since uh, some guy named Justin Herbert. So good signs there. Oregon, I do think, is better than what they looked against Georgia. I do not believe in this BYU team as much as maybe I should. 
They can convince me that I'm wrong. I think Oregon goes in there and gets it, or goes in there. They host BYU. I think they get it done this week. But BYU goes and does it again against a Power 5 team, a Pac-12 team, that I'm going to have to start again believing in BYU. Big road matchup for a Big Ten team. Number 22, Penn State at unranked Auburn, 3.30 on CBS. Yeah, and uh, the guy to watch in this one, and he had a nice performance this past week, Nick Singleton, who is the freshman running back that Penn State has, they had a drought for a while. They had not had a 100-yard rusher in a game in quite some time there in Happy Valley. He got it done to the tune of 179 yards in their win over Ohio, 46-10. to So you'd expect him to get some opportunities in that game as well. I would think Penn State going on the road, they're going to want to grind out some possessions. They're going to want to keep the crowd out of this one as much as they can, but I think Penn State, they're a little less banged up. Auburn has some injuries on both sides of the football. I'm going to say Penn State runs the football well, and you start to see a little bit more buzz about this freshman uh, for Penn State, Nick Singleton. And I think he has another good game. I think they get it done in a close one. Uh, But if not, you're going to continue to hear how the SEC is dominant over the Big Ten. Not that I'm really rooting for Penn State in this one. I just think that might be nice for the Big Ten, too. For one week, not always have to hear about it. No, I know. I'm not rooting for it. I'm just saying if that happens, then at least it'll shut up a little bit of that for a hot second. Uh, number 11, Michigan State at unranked Washington, 730 on ABC. Well, let's recap where Washington has been the last few years. Cause I think we're all pretty familiar with Michigan State last year. Pretty awesome, ridiculous season. Mel Tucker, ridiculous contract based off that season. But what about Washington, right? Well, If you've not been keeping tabs on them, they had a disastrous run under their previous offensive coordinator, John Donovan. They they were awful offensively. One of the worst offensive Power 5 teams that we've seen in quite some time. That was during the Jimmy Lake era as head coach. Part of that was a problem they had because some guy named Jonathan Smith, who was their offensive coordinator, it's a dumb name, he took the job at Oregon State and then... Ever since then, they really haven't found someone who can run the offense. Enter Kalen DeBoer, who is now their their offensive coordinator, and he has been rising up the ranks as an assistant at Fresno State and Indiana and then became quickly a pretty successful coach at Fresno State. And then what have the Huskies done this season? They put up 94 points against nobodies. Kent State and Portland State, which is an FCS school, But I would say now that they have Michael Penix Jr. under center there, this could be a little more interesting of an offense. So I'm excited to watch these two teams go at it. I think Washington's going to be better than expected in this game. Uh, Michigan State is favored by, what did you say again in that one? I I didn't say anything, but I want to say it's six or seven. I'm wrong on that. Washington is favored at home. Oh, that's right. They're favored by three, right? Yes, yes. Now the line has bumped them up actually to four. But in either case... I think Washington has a good chance to win this game outright. Clearly, the betters seem to think that. So Michigan State going on the road is going to have a little bit of a tough time. Their offense for Washington, I'm curious to see against Michigan State's defense, see which one of those two prevails. All right, last game we're going to look at. Number 13, Miami at number 24, Texas A&M. Aggies coming off that terrible loss last weekend. This is 9 o'clock on ESPN. Yeah, Appalachian State, not not their friends in Aggieland. They are reeling from that one. And now you have a top 25 air quotes showdown. I don't think Texas A&M should be in the top 25, quite honestly. But what I find fascinating is the previews I have looked at and everybody who I've seen write about this game and talk about it in the lead up has basically the same thought. Jimbo Fisher, can Texas A&M 
have a gut check against Miami. But then on the other side, they're saying Mario Cristobal could get a signature win for Miami. Wait, what? How is it a signature win? Is it because you think Tech, like, just because Texas A&M was predicted to be good, that doesn't mean they actually are. But despite what we saw last week, and despite what you may think of Texas A&M, this one is there again at, at Kyle Field. This is Texas A&M, home game for them. They're favored by five and a half in this game. I don't think that they're... I, I don't think they're going to do anything in this game, quite honestly. I think Miami's offense is going to be really good this year. Josh Gaddis, who uh, we know as Ohio State fans, used to run a little offense up north. Anyway, he's now running things offensively there in Miami, and I think they're going to get the job done. I think Miami wins this thing 27-24, and the panic sets in at Texas A&M. I also think that would be hilarious, but a thing to keep in mind here, if Texas, and them too, if Texas A&M could get it on track, it might be because Miami's defense struggled last year and was a little inconsistent with things like tackling and linebacker play. So they need to get that better if they're going to be able to go in and get a road win like this. But I still think Miami's the better roster. I think they're the better team. I think Texas A&M is overrated as usual, and I think they will show that again this weekend. Bone, what if you don't have any money, but you still want to go to a college football game this weekend? Oh, please tell what, me you've got some cheap game? tickets. Oh, we do. We got oh, some cheap tickets it. this weekend. If you want to watch Southern Illinois at Northwestern. Is that the Salukis? That's right. All right. Southern Illinois Salukis versus Northwestern. Uh, Fighting Pat Fitzgerald. Let's yes. go. $3. Love it. Gets you in the door. Let's go. Uh, what else? Buffalo and Coastal Carolina. That's 6 bucks. South Alabama at UCLA. $4 for that Ooh. one All right. on the resale market. Wait, how much? Four dollars at UCLA. Yep. So you can go to the Rose Bowl for four dollars and watch a college football game. You can just walk around for the afternoon. You know, the the game is insignificant. Yeah, walk around and take in the history. Yeah. Uh, Tied with Northwestern though for the low water mark. Don't believe the rat poison. Utsa and Texas. This is in Austin. Three bucks. Wait a second. Three dollars. How is the hype all around Texas? All I've heard is they jumped into the top twenty-five after they played Bama within a point. Should have won that game. $3. Everyone's just patting them on the back. How great they are! You can go watch Utsa play Texas for three dollars. Can, can I tell you something too? And I, I'm I'm not the picker guy. You know, T Bone does the previews and he's picking games. Hmm. Keep an eye on that one. That'd be fun. I'd really Texas, love to see Texas, San Antonio, Utsa in Texas. Texas is favored by 12 and a half. Utsa's always a little game. bit dangerous. They, they've, they've had good. some stuff there. They won 12 games. They already beat Houston, I want to say, this year. No one's talking about this game. Hudson Card is the quarterback for the Longhorns, and he's brutal. Yeah, this, just, just keep an this eye has on a it. Very, this has a very good upset potential. I agree with you on that. Michael Jordan has set another record. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Look out for a crash blocking the left lane, 315 southbound as you approach Rich Street. It's causing a backup from 670. Another crash blocking the left lane, US 33 eastbound at Hamilton Road, causing stop-and-go traffic from 270. And a crash blocking the right lane, 71 northbound at 670. It's causing a traffic jam from Spring Street. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples offers tech solutions, services, and accessories for learners, small businesses, and remote workers. 
Save up to $260 on select PCs, plus save 25% on Staples Total Support to protect your PC. In-store only, offer ends 917 limit 2, while supplies last, Staples, the working and learning store. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Barely famous. Incredibly stupid. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. It's Football Friday. Tool of the Week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at manandbone971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Hey, Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. I had a little bit of an issue at the house today. Oh, what happened? Uh, my, uh, My mom got my daughter a little, like, digital camera, little kitty camera oh nice so she can walk around the house and take pictures it's connected to nothing you mm-hmm. know she can't post them on the internet nothing like that but yeah she walks around the house and takes little pictures of stuff and is very proud of herself and she came up to me this morning and said daddy i really love my camera and i said that's great what's your favorite thing to take a picture of and she said well i love taking pictures of you and mommy but i really love taking naked pictures of myself and I said, we're, uh, we're uh, not going we're to not, do that. We don't want to do that. No. We don't. Because, you know, she doesn't. She's yes, five. Of course, she right. doesn't have any naked shaming at this point of yet. Course. I mean, she just sure. runs around naked around the house right, right in front of me. Doesn't sure. care. Yes. So she's like, well, I'm just taking a picture of myself. And I really like to be naked. And mm-hmm. then I had to explain to her how we don't take naked pictures yeah. of ourselves. I'm know, sure you've had to have the same conversation with your daughter who's now 12. Uh, I'm yeah. sure she's taking naked pictures all the time. <laughs> no, that's not happening. But what I hear here's what's really odd about that because maybe today was just I don't know uh, the what do they say the moon is in retrograde or Venus is in retrograde or Mercury or one oh, of the was it moody picture day at your house too. No, not with any of the older two. My youngest who is not even three yet, but she has a little. It's not. It doesn't have any actual camera functionality, but it's a little toy phone that has little buttons on it that look like screen icons. And you push them and they make different noises. You can turn it off and on. Something a two-year-old would enjoy because it just makes noises. You can push it. You can throw it against the wall. It doesn't break. One of the things it has is it has a little camera button. And so she had that when I got her up this morning. And I'm, you know, first thing you do, take her out, you know, get her changed from the diaper to like the diaper overnight to the new diaper and get her new clothes on for the day. So I'm changing her diaper. And she looks at me and she goes, Daddy, smile. And I said, okay. And she goes, geez. And then she takes a little picture. And she's like, I take a picture of my butt. And I yeah. was like, okay, no, we don't need to do that. And then she proceeds to hold the camera in a way that an OnlyFans veteran would be proud of and snapped, again, not an actual picture. There's no camera functionality. This, form though, but right? she was holding it just the right way to snap a picture of herself. And I said, how often has this been going on? Is this a new thing? I didn't. I don't know where she got this from. I have no idea what's She's happening. She's got a selfie stick. She's watching the Kardashians. 
Yeah, I, I don't even. It was it was the oddest thing today where that happened, and I said I. I don't know what to do about that because obviously she has no idea what she's doing. She's two and she's just talking about like, she likes to say butt. That's her new thing. She walks around talking about butts all the time. So that's a lot of fun. Uh, Michael Jordan has set a new record. I mean, he didn't really do anything. A jersey worn by Michael Jordan in game one of the 1998 NBA Finals, they are calling this the last dance jersey, has sold at auction for $10 million, $10.091 million. It is the most ever paid for an item of sports memorabilia, surpassing the $9.28 million paid in May for late soccer legend Diego Mardonia's oh, Hand oh, of God geez. jersey. Oh, God. What's his name? Maradona. I don't know him. Die- Diego Maradona. All right. You I don't know, know who know he what is. They, you know what they call him in Argentina? Hand of God. God, God, they all right, that's Dios. fine. They don't look. They I'm just sorry, Dios. I haven't been outside today, really. Are we in Argentina? No. All right. Well, then why should I know him? One country calls him God. Everyone else should at least know his name. That's what I'm saying. I don't go other places and say, "Hey, Magic Johnson, do you know him?" And then when they don't, I don't scream at him. You should. They should know Magic Johnson. Showtime Diego Lakers. Diego Maradona. No, Maradona. 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 Maradona! All right. He had a jersey that sold for $9.28 million All right. From the 86 World Cup. That is also shocking to me. Now, earlier we had heard about this jersey, the Bulls jersey going on sale, the Jordan jersey. And they were saying, it was like, maybe it'll get like 12 bucks. I don't know. <laughs> <And we were> <laughs> I don't think they said 12 no, bucks. But whatever but... The, I think they said it was like, it might get one or even $2 million. And we were laughing at that because... A Honass Wagner card where there's like a corner of it that's left. You can't even see Honass on it. Honass. But that will be like, this is one of 17 corners of the card. $72 million. We're like, how how are the cards selling for more than the memorabilia? So I'm at least glad to see a Jordan Finals game-worn jersey actually hit double-digit millions. That... Not because I think that's good that we're all spending our millions of dollars on people's old clothing, but because if we're going to buy cards of players that are still playing for tens of millions of dollars, then perhaps the jerseys of retired legends that go on sale should fetch slightly more. This smashed the record for an NBA jersey. The previous record for any NBA jersey was $3.69 million paid in May of last year for one worn by Kobe during his rookie season. Well, so right. that was $3.69 million. This one went for over $10 million. Yeah, I get that. I mean, these, these are two of the most iconic players in the game. They, they well, For good. various reasons. I'm glad not, that yeah. Michael Jordan has the record, not some soccer guy that no one's ever heard of before. Oh, my God. Diego, Diego Madonna. Oh, jeez going to murder Lady you, Lady Madonna. I'm going to murder you so you can go meet Diego Maradona and learn all about him up in heaven. Is that uh, where he is? I don't know. Probably so I'll not. I'll tell you what. I know you're not it's going not, there. That's not where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> that elevator's going down, uh, buddy. Yeah, I got it, yeah. Cowboys linebacker Micah Parsons has annoyed the FS1 guys. I'll tell you why coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
33 eastbound at Hamilton Road has a crash blocking the left lane. It's causing a backup from 270. And you have stop-and-go traffic on 315 southbound between Lane and Rich due to an earlier crash. This report is sponsored by Safe Auto. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give them a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Like a sports drink, but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Friday. It's Football Friday. NFL picks coming up at 448. Tool of the week at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. I have two quarterback tidbits for you, one from college, one from the pros. All right. Uh, Texas A&M, they are playing Miami this weekend. They're also changing quarterbacks. Max Johnson is their new starting quarterback. Great name. Uh, Haynes King started the first two games. He was bad, and they have benched him. Uh, Hayes King finished the App State game 13 of 20 for 97 yards with no touchdowns. Yeah, that's not good. The Aggies managed only 186 yards of total offense. They are 100th nationally in scoring offense and 102nd in total offense. Yeah, there was an article going around this past week about, and I got to remember exactly how many quarterbacks it went back, but it went back basically to Jimbo Fisher's time recruiting quarterbacks since Jameis Winston. I want to say it was eight or ten quarterbacks that they have recruited since then. And like the amount of games that those guys that he recruited have started for them that were, you know, originally recruited by him and not transfers in. It's it's a ridiculously low number, but he's had two guys that he recruited as quarterbacks to either Florida State or then eventually Texas AM end up on last chance you. You know, the, the show where they go to like a JUCO yeah. and they switch around. They go to different ones, I think, every year or whatever they do. But two of his quarterbacks that he recruited that were either four or five star guys have ended up on that show and had a starring role in it. It has not gone well for him when he goes out and recruits guys. Maybe it's because they're not getting the coaching there. Maybe it's because he is bad at identifying talent with his, you know, massive amounts of recruiting data. I'm not sure what it is. But it is a very odd thing that he has had such poor success with quarterbacks since Jameis Winston. couple observations about new Texas A&M starting quarterback Max Johnson, because I had no idea about this guy. Uh, number one, he's left-handed. Okay. Number two, he looks like he's 12. So that is the new starting quarterback for Texas A&M. Going back to their offensive struggles, it's not like, well, they played LSU and Alabama. What are you going to do? They've, they've they've been so bad offensively, and they started the season against App State and Sam Houston. <laughs> right. It's not like they're playing a murderer's row, so I'm not sure how they expect that to get better, unless changing quarterbacks magically fixes it all. But like I've said, 
there has been a lot of bad in Jimbo Fisher's recruiting room. And I think when he was at Alabama, that was one of the things he was known for was being able to be one of the best recruiters that Saban had. That's one of the reasons why he got the job. That's what I mean. Well, that's why, yeah, that's how he became a head coach. That's how he got to Florida State. That's how he eventually got over to Texas A&M was because he's this elite recruiter. But when it comes to quarterbacks, he has missed poorly. All right, uh, professional quarterback time. Mac Jones, Patriots quarterback. He hurt his back in the loss to Miami last week. He was sick this week and missed practice, but he is off the injury report today. He is expected to start against the Steelers on Sunday. I think I'm almost ready to declare something for Mac okay. Jones. Go ahead. Because, you know, I, I take a lot of pride in this. I'm not just willy-nilly in uh, my reactions. Sure. You know, it took me a couple years to say, Josh Allen? Yeah, good. I declare him good. Okay. I'm about ready to declare Mac Jones bad. Yeah, we we may be getting to that point with him. I, I, I still think it's early, though. I'm not... I didn't say I was quite there. I'm about ready. Yeah, I'm not there yet. I do think there's still time for him to be salvaged. There's but. just no when I when I watch them, and maybe it's just the boring offense. Maybe it's you know that that franchise is on the downswing, and, and Belichick's going to be out on his ass soon. I have no idea, but there's no magic moments with him. There's nothing special about him. He can you know complete a pass on third down and six. He's a competent enough quarterback but he's is he a guy that you can win with he doesn't have that thing right i know what you mean you're saying more or less he's like if anything a step above slight step above a game manager that's like that's the ceiling for him as of what we've seen so far he doesn't tend to have those throws like we just talked about with justin herbert where well, he no, gets, he's not Justin Herbert. No, but, but what I mean is, like, Justin, forget about, like, Justin Herbert's numbers from last year. You didn't have to know any of that to know last night when he got knocked down, had to come out of the game, comes back in and throws a ridiculous pass that, you know, got his team down in the red zone. That's the type of play that the great quarterbacks can make. That thing that makes you stand up and go, holy bleep, I can't believe he just put that on a dime, and especially given the injury that he just sustained. And still was able to make that play. Now, maybe Mac Jones will make plays like that in the future and we will all eat our words, but I get what you're saying. Like, you haven't seen a ton of that out of him where you say, no, man, that's, Trevor Lawrence. that's just a difference maker. And, and from time to time, it'll pop up and he'll just win you a game. Trevor Lawrence is not good by any means, right? But he's had moments where it's like, yes, if he can harness that, if he can give me that consistently, he's going to be really good. I've seen that from Justin Fields. I've seen that from Trevor Lawrence. I really haven't seen it from Mac Jones. He reminds me of Daniel Jones. Oh, yeah. Daniel sure. Jones is kind of there. You know, he can put together a drive, I guess, but it's not going to be because he wows you in any way. He's yeah. just going to be there. I get that. And it's also, it's not something that you totally see in the numbers either. Like, if you just go look at his numbers from last year for Mac Jones, was he, like, the worst quarterback in the league? No. No, not even close. He was 3,800 yards, 22 touchdowns, 13 picks. But just kind of an average completion percentage for an NFL quarterback, a guy that is not particularly mobile or anything like that, and and if you're not going to be particularly mobile, you've got to be deadly accurate or have some kind of arm strength that makes everyone say, well, yeah, but at any time he can uncork one that just shocks you. And I just don't, I don't see that from him either, but maybe he'll, maybe he will show us other things as his game progresses 
there is still that slow burn that occasionally happens in the NFL where a guy kind of hangs around for a couple years in the league, stays with a good roster, good team, gets good coaching, and then in year three or four starts to just hang around enough where people say, you know what, actually, he's he's better than we thought. Maybe. but it's, I don't it's, think he's on a good team. I don't know if he's getting good coaching, though. I don't know either. I mean, I know he's getting a bunch of coaching that they've had in New England for a long time because all, all of Belichick's failed assistants have come back to live on that coaching staff. Yeah. So we'll see if he's getting good coaching or not. But I don't know. I, I, I know a lot of people are writing off Bill Belichick and saying, well, he's just he's over the hill. He's done. He can't do anything without Tom Brady. I mean, I don't know. He got this team to a playoff last year, didn't he? They got to the playoffs. With, did they make the playoffs? I'm pretty sure they did. Uh, Am I misremembering that? I don't remember. Thought they did. Either way, I'm just saying, like, well, if I, they did, they didn't do anything. But yes, well, you're right. I get it. But like, they did that with a the year before they were awful. They had a rookie quarterback last year that we're even saying maybe not the greatest quarterback we've not the greatest quarterback we've seen in a while. And they were able to do some things last year, got them to be a winning team. But yeah, going out and losing week one, and it's not a particularly close game to a you know division rival. That's not a great start. Cowboys linebacker Micah Parsons, Teddy's guy. Apparently had a deal in place to appear every Tuesday on FS1's Undisputed. Uh, he did not show for his appearance on mm, Tuesday. Oh, no. After week one. And this is apparently a big deal. Here's what Shannon Sharp said on Tuesday's show. He said this on the air. I don't understand why, after FS1 put the equipment in his house, he'd go radio silent. Just say, look, at this point in time, I just want to focus on football. I'm sorry to have led you guys on, but right now football is the most important thing, and I'm not going to be able to do it right now. So they talked about this on the show. Yeah. They thought he was coming on. He didn't come on. He signed this deal. They put equipment in his house. He didn't show up. Here's what Micah Parsons had to say. He responded to this. My starting quarterback went down and we lost. I just didn't think it was appropriate for me to be on the show at that point. I need to step up and be a leader. It shouldn't be on TV. It should be in this locker room. This is where my focus should be right now. Okay. It's 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 weird because you would think, regardless of Dak Prescott going down or not, you would think that's something that should have crossed your mind when they approached you about doing this to say, do you feel like it's a good idea to go on TV every week and do a you know, have a segment with two guys who are going to ask you pointed questions or going to... Yeah, unless you think your team's going to go 17-0, and 0, there's well, going to be some awkward situations some yeah, Tuesdays, well, right? I, I can understand, too, like a veteran who's sitting there saying, yeah, I've been in the league for 12 years now. I'm, I'm well-liked by a lot of people. They all tell me I've got a future in the media. So I'm on a team that, yes, I might... We might win stuff. We may not. I don't know. But I'm going to go ahead and start, you know, having a little bit of time on the side to start building my resume for being in the media. I can even understand that. But yeah, if you're a younger player, you're a star player, you're trying to establish yourself as one of the best in the league. Yeah, that's something you've got to got to think you got to take that into consideration before you go yeah. and sign on the dotted line. So I question the judgment of him, you know, joining the show in the first place, but it seems like from Shannon Sharp's statements, they were taken by surprise that he wasn't there. They well, planned yeah. the show around him being there, so then he was asked, "Hey man, well, did you tell those guys you weren't going to be on the show?" And he said, I got people that handle that type of stuff. If there was a miscommunication on that part, I will correct that. I have nothing but love for Skip and Shannon. I wouldn't just no-show anybody like that. A man is only as good as his word. Right. But you, again, good. Get it corrected. We'll, but we'll you find signed out, a but contract and didn't appear. Yeah, like, <laughs> And then whoever works for you didn't tell them you weren't going to appear. 
Yeah, I guess for people who may not, I, I, I think most people understand how this works, but if you don't, right, when they come in and say, oh, you're going to do a weekly hit on a network television show, all right, well, we're going to set you up with a, you know, a, a situation there that makes sure that you're able to get on TV every week. They're not setting you up with like a Zoom camera and giving you a Wi-Fi password and saying, good luck. There were, I hope they're not. I'm saying there were technicians probably at his house for a minimum of eight hours, whatever day they put all that in. They had to install lighting. They probably have a background. They probably, whether it's his own stuff or a green screen or something, they probably did something in an area of his house to say, this is the sound quality we're looking for. This is the lighting quality we're looking for. We've got multiple cameras just in case this one fails. This is all set up this way. Here's how to use it. They may have even had someone who works for him like one of his people who was there to also make sure this gets done every week, done at the right time. It's a big undertaking to just go get on TV every week, even though I know a lot of people do it these days. There's no way he could have mistook that as like, oh, did you want me to do that? I I, I didn't know if we had an agreement or not. Like he definitely knew all of this was supposed to happen. So why, if it did go that no one got back to Skip and Shannon's producer and said, yeah, he's not doing this this week. I, I would be shocked if he didn't know something about that. I'm sure he did. But you know what? Anything that makes Skip Bayless uncomfortable, I'm all for. Yeah, do I it hope more. all of their guests no show. That'd be hilarious. Joe Burrow, not a fan of the Super Bowl. I'll tell you why. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Downtown split westbound, there's a crash blocking the left lane. It's causing a traffic jam there, and you have stop-and-go traffic as a result on 71 southbound as well between 670 and I-70. And you have a crash blocking the left lane, 33 eastbound at Hamilton Road. It's causing a backup from 104. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. The internet loves Mexican pizza so much that Taco Bell made a musical about it. Catch the show on TikTok, but first pick up or get your own Mexican pizza delivered from a participating U.S. Taco Bell location while supplies last. Contact local store for hours and participation, which vary. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Friday. Tool of the week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now. Guardians start up a big five-game series with the Twins tonight. Reds are in St. Louis. I was reading a piece this morning because, of course, we do this. Albert Pujols on the threshold of hitting, you know, 700 home runs. Yeah. And so I'm reading, who's the next player to hit 500 home runs and... You know, talking right. about, of course, uh, what's his name? Which what's his, what's his name? Douchebag McGee. Well, yes, Mike Trout and uh, Phillies. What the hell's it? Bryce Harper? Oh, sure. Anyway, they're talking about these guys and what'll be the end of their careers. What do they look like? And, you know, Mike Trout had that run the last couple of weeks where he was, you know, seven straight games, hit a home run. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. 
And not too long ago, we were talking about this guy suffering a bad back injury and how will that affect the rest of his career. And maybe it still will, but he looks fine right now hitting home runs. And I was talking to you about this. It is quite possible that Mike Trout gets into the autumn of his playing career and we still really have no idea how good he is when people are watching. He has played three postseason games. In those three postseason games, he did nothing. You know, I'm not, I'm not here to say what he's doing now doesn't matter. I, of course it does. I mean, he's putting together a Hall of Fame career. He will be a Hall of Famer. But anybody who's watched baseball for more than five seconds knows there is a difference when people are on the big stage. There are plenty of guys that put together fantastic careers, but they put on those pinstripes and they just can't do it anymore. Or at least not at the level they expected to do it. Right. I, I mean, I guess, yes, that certainly matters. And if we're if we're constantly chasing who is the greatest of all time and, and always trying to settle those debates and those arguments, that matters a little bit more. But I'll, I'll contend to you that if Mike Trout never gets to do it on the biggest stage, that will be a disappointment. To me, it wouldn't really affect his, it wouldn't affect his legacy to me. Like it's as not, far it's as not if he, it, you know I mean? he like, doesn't get to do it, there are plenty of guys didn't want ch- win championships, but we don't know if he can do it. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying if he doesn't get like opportunities, if he stays with the Angels and they just continue to be a dumpster fire every year, and then he's constantly good for those teams, I don't. I guess what I mean by that is, are you telling me that we th- we're going to say that he sucked somehow? No, like, I'm not saying that. I know. You know, there are different tears when it comes to greatness he's still great but once we get to a certain level and if we're talking about a hall of famer i think it's fair to compare him to other hall of famers i know but especially of his era but it's not like he can do much about that sadly i mean he can he can unless i guess unless you have stats that i mean not you but if if baseball produces enough stats like they do where we could see Man, every time there is a 2-2 count in a tie game with a runner on, he is .060. Like, that's his batting average. Then, okay, I guess we could start to say then, like, well, yeah, it seems like he craps himself whenever there's pressure. No, no, no. And, and again, like an maybe, ad, maybe, I would call that the Adam Dunn stat, by the way. Yes. Maybe <laughs> I, the advanced know. metrics guys do have a stat. That they probably do. But, you know, from from, from this season... He got off to a very bad, very slow start. And yeah. unfortunately for the Angels, those were the only games that mattered for them. And he wasn't there. Now you're right. If he's on a better team, then it doesn't matter. He gets off to a slow start. His team's good. They pick him up. He puts up numbers in July, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he looks like Mike Trout. We didn't see that this year. By the time Mike Trout starts putting up Mike Trout numbers... Well, nobody's watching. Nobody cares. Team's 20 games out of first place. Yeah, I know. But does that affect... And I don't know the answer on this, right? I know what you're saying about the New York media. And I know what you're saying about being on the big stage. But the other part of that is I think sometimes we overdo it to some degree with the in-the-pressure-filled moments, right? Like, like Derek Jeter is considered an elevated player from what his regular stats are because he's had some big moments in playoff games. We talked about the... Uh, the flip. Remember when he ran across and grabbed the ball yeah, against and the A's the, against the A's. But what were we just talking about a couple weeks ago where it's like that moment shouldn't have even happened because there was a chance for that game to end. And it just so happened that it didn't because of a kind of fluky thing or 
the A's had the Yankees down to their last strike or something like that, and then there yes. was a comeback, right? And yes, so it was fluky. It was weird. My point being, that's not Derek Jeter's doing necessarily. It just so happened he got a chance in that moment, and then he made a play in a big spot. But if Mike Trout isn't given those opportunities, I'm saying I, I would find it tough to hold that against him if he is, again, everything that we've seen in his career so far continues to hold Unless there's something that shows that every time he gets into a, any type of pressure situation, he just wilts. I, I feel like that's a it's a tough thing to deal with, right? I get the frustration of, I'd like to see it and find out. But I also, I don't know what you were supposed to do about that. I would like to know, well, we, we, there's so many advanced numbers, and I, I don't claim to have them here. But I would like to know, you know, Mike Trout's numbers, let's say when the Angels are within four games of first place what those have been historically, what his numbers are in certain ballparks. I'd like to know that. I don't know the answer. Yeah, I don't know either. You know, to your point on Derek Jeter, that's right, that was a fluky, fluky play. But Derek Jeter also has, you know, 3,400 hits. It's not like his no, I know career that. was a fluke. I and he had 3,400 hits on good teams when people were looking. Yeah, but the... Yes, you're right. And, and that's the problem with doing these type of comparisons because we can also look at... Derek Jeter being on these world beater teams and say, yeah, and there was a ton of protection around him. So he got to see a lot of pitches that guys like Mike Trout may not have seen over their career. You know, like now Mike Trout, there is Shohei Otani's there too. So you do have a little bit more protection in the lineup slightly, but you know, you can go back and forth on some of those arguments too, right? Of sure. Yeah. If you're the only guy in a lineup and you're still producing at a prodigious rate, well, that might even mean more than the guy who was on the star studded team that was always in the pressure situations but had a bunch of big dogs around him, too, to kind of help when he had a down game or a bad game. I think sometimes the lore around that and the elevated status of the highlight plays undercuts the actual ability for us to judge like a good player. I mean, and quite honestly, to go to the NBA for a second, if we're going to talk about who the greatest player of all time is, and your answer is, well, how did he answer the bell when the you know championship moments? Well, then there's no debate. Bill Russell's the greatest player to ever live. Guy won 11 championships. I mean... We don't do that because we know game was different. That team, by the way, the Celtics were one of the greatest teams ever. But Bill Russell also was dealing with immense racism in a racist city that was very difficult on him and led him to basically end his career a little earlier than it probably should have. I'm just pointing out, what is pressure anyway in that situation? Bill Russell dealt with as much pressure as anyone ever has and won 11 titles. So is he the greatest of all time? I don't think everyone would make that argument. Because we watched Michael Jordan play and say, well, he didn't have as many championships, but I mean, come on, look at what Michael did, you know, or Kobe or whoever you put as the greatest LeBron, because we've seen those guys play more recently and we're more aware of their careers. So it gets difficult to have those discussions when we literally will, we may never see Mike Trout in a world series. We may never see him in an ALCS or NLCS if he switches leagues. We may never see that because he just may end up on bad teams his entire career. Joe Burrow, talking to one of my favorite guys, Colin Cowherd, he was on his podcast. He was asked about what he remembers about the Super Bowl. He said he remembers losing. <laughs> Hopes not to do that again. I mean, that's a fair thing to remember. Also said, it felt like a dinner party and we were the entertainment. Because, I mean, you come off a road game in Kansas City, a road game in Tennessee, and then your first home win in the playoffs in 30-something years, and then you go to the Super Bowl, and it's more corporate it just took a second to get used to. It didn't feel like a playoff football game. It was a weird feeling at the beginning for sure. 
That's why you and I have always said the last true weekend of football is championship game weekend. Yeah. Conference championship game weekend. Because that's really the only games that still feel like football games. Super Bowl is important, but Super Bowl isn't just for football fans. It's for everybody. It's for the halftime entertainment. It's for the commercials. It's, it is a corporate environment. I have been to a Super Bowl. I have no, no desire to go back. Because of that, it doesn't feel like a weird game. It feels like that to the fans, and clearly it feels like that to the players on the field. Yeah. You know, I wish uh, Joe Burrow, maybe next time he's in town coming back to his alma mater, maybe Joe could swing by Gene Smith's office and say, hey, um, homeside playoff games are fun, and I like those a lot better than the corporate sterilized dome environment that you get when you move a game to the Hoosier Dome. The Hoosier Dome. We'll put Joe Burrow on the case. He'll straighten out Gino. Sorry to keep bringing that up, but it just annoys We're me We're going to no keep end. bringing it up. Yeah, you're right. We have until to. Until Gino takes care of business. We have to. Football recruiting is not cheap. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 33 eastbound at Hamilton Road has crash blocking the left lane. It's causing a backup from 104, and you have a crash on the downtown split westbound blocking the left lane, causing stop-and-go traffic, and you have a traffic jam southbound 71 between 670 and I-70. This report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Invisible Fence brand's mission is to keep pets happy and safe with their forever families. Their exclusive technologies make their containment systems the most advanced on the market, giving your pet freedom to enjoy their yard and you confidence in their safety. Visit InvisibleFence.com to schedule your free consultation. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. Well, let me, uh tell you about high school football tonight mm-hmm. hold on i'm opening my email i mean that's good you should do that have that ready to go you don't have to talk we can talk about join matt andrews and tyvis powell under the lights for the fans high school football game of the week coverage of this week's matchup big walnut at westerville south Stars tonight at 6.30. And after the game, stay tuned for high school football overtime featuring scores and recaps. Then when you get home, catch highlights from games around Central Ohio on 1st and 10 tonight at 11.15 on 10 TV. There you go. There you go. Nice. Uh, Recruiting is expensive. I saw this today. The Texas football program not holding back in its recruiting visits, but the effort paid off this summer to the tune of the currently number three ranked recruiting class led by number two quarterback Arch Manning. At the time, he was number one. According to public records obtained by The Athletic, the Longhorns spent nearly $630,000 on two recruiting weekends in June, including the June 17th through 19th official visit by Manning and eight other recruits that featured five-star accommodations and virtually all-you-can-eat fare for them and their families. The Manning visit, where almost two hundred and eighty grand was spent on the nine recruits, according to the Athletic, 
has resulted in four commitments so far. Uh, that is a lot of scratch. <laughs> so here are some of the highlights of the visit that they were able to find. Uh, in their rooms at the Four Seasons Austin, they had a, a full spread, I'm assuming, of food and drink and whatever they wanted. Photos shoot at their stadium, DKR Texas Memorial Stadium. A trip to driving range Top Golf. I'm sure that was the most pricey part of it, or not. Uh, lavish meals, breakfast at the home of Coach Steve Sarkeesian. Why did that cost? I mean, if Steve Sarkeesian says, "Hey, come over to my house for breakfast," isn't that kind of well, on him to like? No, he's, go get some bacon and eggs. No, and, he's not cooking. I mean, I'm sure they not? had they had chefs there. They had the thing catered. <sighs> well, that's on him. Then, well, all right, yeah, I'm saying if, if you that's and, a business expense, he's uh, not paying for that oh, out of his that's pocket. So gross. I'm just saying that's a write off. Yeah, it's a write off. Who writes? Who's it, who writes it off? They do. They they're the ones <laughs> writing it off. The write off people write it off. Yeah. All I know is, man, like if your head coach is making millions of dollars and to further his football team, he says, "Come to my house for breakfast," and I want it to be great, so I'm going to hire a few chefs. Then you, I don't know if I'm a booster. I'm like, that's actually we pay you millions of dollars, Sark. Figure that out yourself. But I'm sure they're just they wouldn't do that. That would be. Poor form. That's why I could never be a booster. Well, what was it? It was uh, Gordon Gee had a situation here, didn't he? When he was president yeah. at Ohio State where he was like remodeling his house. Mm-hmm. And because he had fundraising events at his house, the school paid to have his house renovated. Well, I, th- I that wasn't what I was thinking of, but that may also, I'm sure that's true I too. I think that did happen and that was okay. a big, you know, scuttlebutt. I remember there being something about his ties. Remember his bow tie collection was something north of six figures, I want to say, yeah. and that also and became the a thing. Paid of, for that too, because that was his. You know, he used that as a part of his identity that people recognized him. It brought, I don't know, brought him yeah, attention. So Sark is probably Thus, saying, it "Yeah, came I to mean, Ohio State, I'm having these guys over for breakfast, but this is official school business, so I'm not going to pay for it." Oh, Someone's yeah. going to pay I'm for sure it. it's fine. I just think that's hilarious that it's like, well, this is not for me. This All is for of this school. is hilarious. It's hilarious that two weekends cost $700,000. $700,000. Yeah, man. They're not. Well, you know what's also pretty ridiculous about this? Um, there's a website called Athletic Director U. They, plub- they published NCAA financial reports from last year that showed that Texas spent $1.2 million, actually from 2019, $1.2 million on recruiting for the 2019 fiscal year. That didn't even put them in the top 10. Georgia spent $3.6 million that year. So Texas looked at that and said, well, we could, we're getting blown out of the water here by the likes of Georgia. We got to up our game. And so they have. So that's just... How much did you say Texas spent? 1.2, 1.2 was 2019. All right, that was 2019. Georgia 1. spent 3.6 that year. Georgia had to cut back in 2020 because of COVID restrictions. Mm. You know, they people weren't traveling and sure. taking the type of tours. Yeah, they only spent 2.7 million. Oh, is that in 2020? Oh, okay. On recruiting. Yes. Well, and by the way, I know Ohio State does this too. Yeah, I get it. But I'm I'm reading a story here about Texas. I know Ohio State does it. And even though I think the sausage is delicious, I still don't want to see how the sausage is made. Well, can we can we not live in a world where we say, I, like, for example, I have a problem with some of the things that I have heard about Amazon and the way they treat their workers. And I don't like all of that. I'm not a fan of all of it. I would like them to fix that. However, I do also occasionally use Amazon to buy certain products. 
And that's a that's a weird place to and be. By right? Occasionally, is it like me where it's every day? <laughs> okay, it's not that every much. Every day, is, yes, it's often right. And I'm saying I can look at college football and say I am a consumer of this product. I contribute by watching it, paying attention to it. I work in an industry where we give it more attention. We talk about it all the time, thus heightening its importance in the sports conversation to whatever little bit we help influence that. We certainly are guilty of it. Can I also not say that as I'm doing all that and enjoying college football and watching these big games, I do feel like it's weird that we're spending millions of dollars to convince a 17-year-old where they should go to school. But then again, I don't know what the budget is for Ohio State, Michigan, Notre Dame, etc. to get the non-football players and non-basketball players and non-everybody else athletes to go to their school, right? They also yeah, spend I mean, millions they, they to spend convince money. the economics major to come to their school versus another school. So they do that. That also happens. And I, whether we feel good or bad about that, we should probably look at that a little bit as well. Sure. And you know, it's, there's also a cost of doing business. We get that. Yes. You know, they're advertising their services because they want people to enroll in their college. I get it. Yeah. No, but, I'm saying we can have a whole discussion if we want to about the amount of, you know, increase I in college to. tuitions. I have, I have no principles anymore. You know, years ago, I had the same problems with Amazon. I still do. Yeah. Clearly, I've gotten over it because I have packages coming to the house every damn day. But I was like, I'm going to use different companies, right? And so, like, buy.com was still a thing. Oh, I, didn't, like, I forgot gonna, about I'm that. I'm going to use buy.com. Screw you, Amazon. I'm going to use buy.com. And then, like, the first thing I ordered on buy.com, my package came and it was literally in flames. It was on fire. <laughs> It's terrible. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, just bad experience. Right. I'm going to try Overstock.com. Overstock.com. For a while, it was O.co. Yeah. I then it was that. Overstock. I'll try them. I'll buy some stuff. I ordered stuff. Never came. Oh. Didn't even show up. Wow. And I'm like, well, I want my stuff. I want it timely. Air conditioning at the factory, not air conditioning. I don't care. Give me my stuff, Amazon. I appreciate it. I mean, I think it's possible. What I'm saying with all that is to say, I think it's possible to look at college football recruiting and say, that's kind of gross. And then also say, but I'm going to go watch college football games. Oh, yeah. I look at these booster collectives that we have. I think that's disgusting. It's gross. Like not, I, I'm all for the players getting money, but my preferred way of it happening is, you know, the billions of dollars that are being generated off these TV deals that should cover everything. And then if someone wants to say, Oh, and Hey, by the way, I think you're a great football player. Here's a hundred thousand dollars. Cause I just really like how you play football. Awesome. It's when you have booster collectives, like the one at Ohio state run by whichever, I think it's uh, one of the Schottensteins, I guess Brian, Brian Schottenstein. Yeah. They're setting he's up, not, a, he's not the only one. Either. I know there's others. They're setting up the branch in Miami is the report this well, week. Yeah, man, That's where a lot of the recruits come from. You got to so go to them. Well, the, right. But if it would stop there, I might even say like, all right, well, that's a little weird. But how do you think there's going to be that's the end of it? Or do you think there might be one in Southern California sometime soon? There might be one in Texas sometime soon. I'm just saying like, and then those, and then if that's happening with Ohio State, you know, Bama, Georgia, USC, Florida, Texas, Tennessee will say we belong. We need to do that. They're all going to be doing it. We're going to have a hundred booster collectives hanging out in all these states. That gets a little odd is what I'm saying. It's going to be weird, but I like college football and I'm going to keep on watching it. So I don't know how to square that bone. You know what time it is? What time is it? It's time for NFL picks. 
If you'd like Ooh. to play against us, call us now. 614-821-9710 is the phone number. If you beat us. Well, you know what? You get a prize anyway. Even you get a you prize even if you don't beat us. Even if you don't yeah. beat us, I've got a prize for you. This is all about competition. Bone and I have started 0-1 against the caller. We We're going to correct better. that today. We're going to yeah. kick your ass, whoever calls us. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Look out for a crash blocking the left shoulder, 33 eastbound at Hamilton Road. It's causing a backup from 104, and you have stop-and-go traffic on 315 southbound as you approach downtown. 670 westbound also stop-and-go, heading into downtown. This report is sponsored by Gusto. Gusto doesn't build meditation apps or feed the planet. Gusto supports the people who do with happier paydays, health insurance, hiring, you name it. Gusto does payroll, benefits, and so much more for people who do incredible things. Learn more at Gusto.com. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Happy to be wrong, which is good because they're always wrong. This is Man and Bone. I know this will surprise you. Yeah. I don't know where the NFL picks open is. <laughs> <laughs> I have that same problem from time to time when I sit over there, but that's because... Oh, I got it. I got it. I never sit over there, and you are a disorganized I mess know. when it comes I to your it. soundbite. I have it. All right. It's All Friday. Right. All right. Tool of the week coming up at 534, but now... All right. It's time for NFL Picks. Common Man and T-Bones NFL Picks. Sponsored by Urban Myers Pint House. Dublin's home for sports. Our guy this week is Ryan. If Ryan beat... No, Ryan gets the prize regardless. Yeah. $50 gift card to Urban Meyer's Pine House, Dublin's home for sports. Join them for all the college football action. Watch your favorite pro team with the NFL Sunday ticket and see the games on their 21 Matrix. I don't know what a 21 what Matrix is, is. What is a 21 Matrix? I don't know. Well, it sounds awesome. Big monitor on the screen. They got twenty-one different screens that make up one big screen. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Wow. But in theory, they can have a bunch of games on there. Yeah, and Keanu Reeves is there as well. (laughs) On the twenty-one Matrix. Look at you. (laughs) Look at you. Red pill or blue pill, Ted? Got to decide. Exactly. That's right. What's the one that kills you? I want that one. Neither one kills you. Neither one kills you. You just live in a fantasy, or you become awake to reality. All right. I don't want that. Uh, Ryan is our guy. Hello, Ryan. What's up, guys? Are you ready to go? I am. All right, game number one. The Jets at the Browns. Browns are going to go 2-0. I'll take them. Muni Lot gets to start off the season with a win. I'll say Browns get it done. Yeah, Browns, for sure. Washington Commanders at the Lions. T-Bone loves the Lions. I, I hate both of these teams, but I really hate the Lions. Give me the Commanders on the road. Detroit getting it done in their home opener. Give me the Lions. Yeah, I'm going with the Lions also. Tampa Bay Books in New Orleans. What's the stat on this game? Uh, Tam, uh, Tom Brady has not never the Saints yes. in four tries. Well, he won't now. I'll take the Saints at home. I'm taking the Bucks on the road. Bucks on the road. 
Carolina and Baker on the road at the Giants. Giants beat the Titans last weekend. I'm going to take Baker and the Panthers on the road. Yeah, I've got Carolina, too, against my better judgment. Yeah, me too. New England at Pittsburgh. Steelers coming off that wild win against the Bengals. Give me the Steelers at home to start 2-0. Give me sickly and feeble and 13 QBR Mac Jones to get it done on the road for New England. Nah, Steelers at home. Colts started the season with a tie in Houston. They head to Jacksonville this weekend. Give me the Colts on the road. I'm going Indy as well. Yeah, me too. Miami looking to start 2-0. They beat the Patriots last week. They are in Baltimore, who essentially had a bye because they played Joe Flacco and the Jets. Give me the Ravens at home. I'm going Baltimore here as well. Yep, Baltimore for me. Atlanta on the road at the Rams. Rams have had a long rest to get ready for this game. Give me the Rams at home. One of those games that I think the better team takes it out on the worst team after a bad start. Rams get it done here. Yeah, Rams. Uh, Seattle with their big win on Monday night. They head to San Francisco. 49ers had a very disappointing loss against the Bears. Give me the 49ers at home. Same thing here. I think the Niners are better, and I think they want to prove that they're better than week one, so they get it done. Who are they playing? Seattle. Seattle. I'll do the I'll do the Niners. Cincinnati Bengals on the road to face Cooper Rush and Teddy's Dallas Cowboys. Give me the Bungles on the road. Yeah, I am going to say Cincinnati beats Dakless Dallas in Big D. Yeah, Cincinnati for me. Houston Texans, I said they tied last week against the Colts. They are on the road in Denver. Give me the Broncos at home. I'm going Denver as well. Yeah, me too. Arizona Cardinals got run by the Chiefs last week. They're in Vegas for the Raiders. Give me the Raiders at home. I'm going Vegas too. Yep, me, me as well. Sunday Night Football, it's a rivalry that's not really a rivalry because one team wins all these games. The Bears are in Green Bay for the Packers. As bad as the Packers looked week one, they will beat the Bears. Justin Fields' uniform is dried out, presumably, but he will lose, unfortunately, to the Packers. Yeah, I'll take the Packers. Monday Night Football, we have two games. First game, Tennessee at Buffalo. Give me the Bills at home. Oh, Bills, big. Uh, Bill, yeah. And the later game, the surprising Vikings at Philadelphia, who narrowly escaped with a victory in Detroit last week. Give me the Eagles at home. I'm going to say Vikings on the road. Uh, Yeah, I'll take Vikings. Give me a point total for that game, Ryan. For the Vikings game, I will go 30 to 17. 37. Yeah, so 47. I'm going to go 58. Big spread there. All right. Good luck. Hope you win. Or I don't actually. No, you don't. no, no, no. He, he we gets the prize I anyway. I keep forgetting. He just got the prize we anyway. crush him now. All right. Now, Ryan, I hope we crush your spirit. I hope you lose miserably to us. Mm-hmm. We will. We hope to dominate. You and I did not have good weeks last week. We what was terrible. the official score, Teddy? You had seven correct and Bone had five. Oh, the caller had yeah. nine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Wrong segment. Still appropriate. Uh, if you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
33 eastbound has a crash at Hamilton Road. It's on the left shoulder, and it's causing a backup from 104. You also have stop-and-go traffic on 270 both ways, leading up to 33 on the southeast side. And you have a crash on the east side, 270 northbound. As you approach I-70, that's not helping things. As the right lane is blocked, it's causing stop-and-go traffic as well. This report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lesson. Distracted driving is dangerous. Is dangerous driving. Be smart. Ohio Laborers and Lesson is reminding you to never text while driving. No text message is worth being distracted and getting into an accident. Do your part. Take the distracted driving pledge today at OhioLECET.com. Together, we can stop distracted driving. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Friday. It's Football Friday. Tool of the Week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971. Buckeyes getting ready for Toledo. Our live coverage will start tomorrow at noon with Fan Sports Saturday. That's Chops and Reeser. It is a 7 o'clock kick tomorrow. Of course, we'll have the game right here on the fan. If you're asking, well, what type of team is Toledo? What have they done so far? Let me tell you. All right. Uh, week one, they beat the Long Island Mediums 37 <laughs> to nothing. Their mascot is a big-haired they, blonde woman who talks to dead people. They did beat Long Island. No word on if they are mediums or not, but I'm going to say they they're are. mediums. 37 yep. to nothing. And then last week, they beat UMass. Oh. 55 to 10. All right. So a couple big blowout losses for them. Their quarterback, Daquan Finn, has looked good so far. He is a guy that makes plays with his legs. So the Buckeye defense have to keep an eye on him. Uh, Ryan Day was talking about him this week. And of course, what is he going to say? He's going to say he's a very good player. Defense has a big job to do with them. You know, facing a mobile quarterback is not new. But last couple seasons, I've been quite nervous going into games like this. Not because I think the Buckeyes are going to lose this game. They're not. But because I don't want this guy to make a fool of my defense. Well, sure. And I I think with the linebackers performing much better than they have been, you will see chunks of yards from Daquan Finn because he's a talented guy. He's a good athlete. But I wouldn't expect to see him gashing this defense tomorrow. Well, I I certainly hope not. I would also say that defensively for this team, I would like to see them, right, show that they can do a little better against the mobile quarterback. I'd also like to see this defense generate a few turnovers. You know, I know that that's not always in their control. You can play the best game defensively you want, and sometimes there's just not an opportunity for them where you don't, you know, you might make the play and you you knock away a bunch of passes or something like that, but you just aren't able to unlodge a football in the right way and fall on it and get a turnover, but... They are one of, I want to say, six teams in college football through the first two weeks that don't have. I was just thinking, turnover. have they have they generated no, a turnover? I'm pretty sure no. that's. I'm pretty sure they haven't. So that would be something I'd like to see out of this defense tomorrow. Just not that. Again, not that you can totally control it, but 
try to be a little more sound and not blowing a few of the tackles that they did at times where they were in position to make a play and then kind of whiffed on them. Maybe just being a little more fundamentally sound in that regard, especially out on the edge, maybe that leads to something where eventually you do knock one of these away and end up taking it the other way. I wonder from an offensive standpoint, because you're, you're getting healthy at the receiver position, Jackson Smith and Jigba expected to play, Julian Fleming expected to play, we saw Marvin Harrison Jr. with that big game last week, does CJ maybe try and get those other guys involved because they haven't been there, or is he truly just going to sit back there and you know pick the most open guy? I don't know. I mean, I, in his mind, he's probably saying, I'm just going to throw to the open man. But if you've got Jackson Smith and Jigba running around, if everyone's open, Jackson Smith and Jigba's getting the football. Well, I would tend to think so. But also, that's also a little bit on the play calling, isn't it, right? Where you have to get your best players in position where they're going to be the option that the ball goes to. I would, I mean, I, I would tend to think that C.J. Stroud is coached, and most good quarterbacks would be, that you just put the ball where it needs to go. You know, you read the defense, you see what's out there, you look to your first option. If that's not there... You get through your progressions and you make the right read and make a good throw. So I would hope that in the moment it's not like, well, this guy's open, that guy's open. I'm going to get it, you know, to Jackson Smith and Jigbar instead of, um, you know, whoever else you want to put out there. But I don't think that's the right approach. I think you just go out there and try to make the best plays. So I'm guessing the coaches want to get that to happen for Jackson Smith and Jigbar as much as anyone else. And good news, probably when everybody's healthy, a lot of their offense wants to feature him. (laughs) I'm guessing plenty of the Buckeyes play calls and schemes have something dialed up that Jackson Smith and Jigba has a good look at an open read and hopefully then is able to get the ball. All right, the line on this game is 31. Give me a score. What do you think we're going to see? I mean, I'd like to see the Buckeyes be well in the 40s. So I'll say like a 48 to... I'm going to go 48 to 10. And I'm going to go 38 to 10 so they don't cover again. 38 to 10. Live coverage starts noon tomorrow right here on The Fan. Rundown. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mobile Center. Part of the 5G T-Mobile Network. Had the football last night. Chiefs beat the Chargers. Jalen Watson with a huge 99-yard pick six. Justin Herbert was good until he wasn't, and he hurt his ribs. Uh, Was the first exclusive broadcast for Amazon during the regular season. I was not impressed by the broadcast. It was, you know, game one for them. I'm sure they're trying to work out growing pains. I thought the audio sounded weird. Uh, Announcers were being drowned out during the play. And then, you know, in between plays, it sounded like a golf telecast because you couldn't hear enough of the ambiance and took some getting used to. I am curious to see what the viewership numbers were. We have not gotten a look at those yet. But uh, the projections leading into it were about five to seven million, which would be not good news for the advertisers buying spots during this game because they were expecting around 12 to 15 million people. Yeah, that wouldn't be good at all. And we'll find out if they can put that number together, especially as streaming services go. I mean, Prime Video slash Amazon is maybe not one that everyone watches as much as, say, Netflix or Hulu. So maybe... That lack of familiarity may cost them initially as well. Well, If you went to Amazon.com yesterday, I mean, they were just vomiting it in your face. You couldn't miss it. Let's also talk about something, though, from the actual game, because we didn't really get to this in the first hour when we were talking about it. I'll bring it up here. Pat Mahomes, you know, Chiefs won the game. He looked fine in week one, looked really good in week one. He looked tremendous. Could do no wrong. But there has been a little bit of a 
undercurrent of doubt surrounding him and his abilities when they play good teams in big games, good defenses. And if you go look at his numbers, these are not terrible numbers, right? 24, 35, 235 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Um, that's, that's all fine, right? But if you watch that game, Pat Mahomes was largely ineffective in the first half. Also, through a pick six that should have been housed, like similar to the one that Herbert threw, where it was intercepted in the end zone and then taken all the or at the one yard line and taken all the way back. He had one that was dropped. I forget who it was by the Chargers that dropped it, but it was a bad throw from him. And it was right to a Chargers player who was in the end zone. And had he hung on to it, no one in front of him in the in the end zone 100 yards away, he probably gets there. I'm just saying, keep an eye on Pat Mahomes not always looking great. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm not saying he sucks and put a fork in him. I'm saying Pat Mahomes had some moments yesterday that if you were a doubter of his and you think he's overrated or you don't think he's as good as advertised, you certainly could find things in that game to say, yeah, there's there's certainly some issues there that he needs to work on. But I don't think that's the ultimate narrative with him. I do think Pat Mahomes is better than he showed yesterday. I'm just pointing out that that game was not as clean as I think even he would have liked to see. You're right. The other side of that is they've started the season now with a road game in Arizona. And smoked them. You know, they smoked them, and that was a playoff team last year. And then they came home and beat the Chargers. Yeah. A team that a lot of people are in love with. Those were two really tough games, and the Chiefs walk out 2-0. That's right. I'm, I'm Again... I'm not down on Pat Mahomes. I'm no, saying I understand what there you're are saying. a lot of people who seem to be bringing that up a little bit that he's not as good as you think. That game certainly could be used in that discussion if that's going to continue to be a talking point. So we'll see, man. I mean, at the end of the day, Pat Mahomes getting it done in playoff games is all Chiefs fans really should care about. Does he have the does he win every passing record in the regular season? Is he the best regular season quarterback? That should not matter. It would not matter to me. I don't think it matters to Bengals fans if Joe Burrow is the best regular season quarterback. They like what they see when it comes crunch time that guys like Joe Burrow step up. And Pat Mahomes clearly has done that in his career. They've won a Super Bowl because of it, but they want to win more. And we'll find out, obviously, long way to go in this season, but just a little something to keep an eye on. Uh, Live, Live Golf, they have a tournament going on. This weekend, they are looking for a television partner. Greg Norman says TV interest in Live is enormous. If that were the case, I assume they would have a television deal. I mean, they have a they currently have tournaments going on as we speak. So, I mean, if the, if it's just so enormous and you got five six bids, money on the table, as he says, well, then what's stopping you from taking one of these deals and getting your product out to as many people as possible? I think he's full of crap. Apple and Amazon have apparently told Liv to take a hike. CBS is not going to be involved. ESPN is not going to be involved. NBC, too, because they have PGA deals. I find it hard to believe that Turner would be involved, even though they have no affiliation with the PGA anymore. People are speculating maybe Fox does it. Maybe they do. I don't know. Um, but I think Greg Norman's full of crap. I did see a little thing that Mickelson says he uh, may take his name off of the antitrust lawsuit against the PGA because now Liv is fighting that fight for him. Mm. Yeah, so he does he said it the only reason he would stay on it is for damages, but he doesn't need those. He's fine. He's got more money than he knows what to do with because of the Liv deal, which I'm sure he, he does. He had more money than he knew what to do with before the Liv deal. <laughs> 
Hey, that's not the issue. The Rundown. The Rundown. That's not right. Huh? That was the one without the sponsor. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mobile Center. Part of the 5G T-Mobile Network. Pro football this weekend. Brownies hosting the Jets Sunday at 1. Bengals are in Dallas. That is 425. So both of those games will air locally here. I had a couple people come up to me this week and say, hey, man, tell me I shouldn't worry about the Bengals. And I said, don't worry about the Bengals. Oh, yeah. As, as bad as that was and as frustrating as that was, you played perhaps the worst game you could have played, and you sh- you still should have won ooh, that football game. Ooh, I, ooh, I know. I got ooh, nervous ooh. with myself, too. I didn't know what was happening. You know what I mean. Yeah. You still should have won that football game. However, I will tell you this. If you go to Dallas this week and lose to Cooper Rush... I take everything I just said back. Well, then you do yeah, start to worry start, about you things. You start get a little more concerned. No, you you get really concerned if you lose this game on Sunday. With as bad as that Cowboy offense looked, and then Cooper Rush is the starting quarterback, you have to win this game. Yeah, I, I get that. I, all I am saying is you you get a little more panicked if that were to occur. Is it's seventeen game season? You've got a long time to go. I, I'm not. I don't think that's going to happen. By the way, I think. I picked, we both did pick the Bengals to win this game on the road. But what I would be wanting to see if I'm a Bengals fan is I want to see this offensive line look like the offensive line that everyone was told. We were all told we all thought would be vastly improved from last year's offensive line, which damn near got Joe Burrow killed. And the past couple of years basically did get him killed. Like let's, let's actually see the thing that everyone said, which is, Oh, their offensive line should be all fixed. Now didn't look fixed against the Steelers. T.J. Watt has a way of making anybody's offensive line look bad. He's defensive player of the year for a reason, but that's still not a great sign off the bat that Joe Burrow had to pull some magic out of his hat in part because he made mistakes, but also because he's back there again, constantly under pressure. And as we've talked about, I still think that has something to do with play calling from your coaching staff. Uh, That has to get better as well. Dolphins coach Mike McDaniel has had to adjust his bathing habits details next Mm. common man and t-bone on the fan fan traffic from the meister's bar and pizza traffic center good afternoon still looking at a crash blocking the left shoulder 33 eastbound at hamilton road it's causing a backup from 104 and you have a crash on 270 northbound as you approach i-70 it's causing stop and go traffic as well and you have stop and go traffic on 70 westbound as you head into downtown this report is sponsored by LP Smartside Trim and Siding. Visit lpcorp.com slash pro. Are you looking for that siding that's a cut above the rest? LP Smartside Trim and Siding helps you effectively install more siding in less time. Side with advanced durability. Side with LP Smartside Trim and Siding. Visit lpcorp.com slash pro to learn more. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Your undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. 
Happy Friday. T-Bone's going to talk to you about water. That's right, Mike. One of the biggest sales events that Connecticut has all year long is happening next week. Thursday the 22nd, Friday the 23rd, Saturday the 24th, out at their location in Canal Winchester. You can get a huge deal on anything you need to get the funk out of your water. How about this? $1,000 off a Connecticut Premier Series water softener with any water softener trade-in. $700 off a K5 drinking water station. So you don't have to buy bottled water anymore. We have that in our house. It's great. Love the water we get with the K5 drinking water station. So many other discounts. If you need salt for your water softener, buy four bags of salt, get one free. It's the best time to stock up on that. The Connect Salt Monitor I talk about that helps you make sure you never run out of salt again. 50% off that when you go to the Connecticut Open House that's happening next weekend. So September 22nd, September 23rd, September 24th, Thursday, Friday, Saturday of next week. ConnecticutColumbus.com. See all the deals there and get the funk out of your water at the Open House event with Connecticut. Uh, I saw this tweet a couple days ago from Andrew Siciliano, who I like to call Mr. Peepers. He is the host of the Red Zone channel on DirecTV. Hmm. Mike McDaniel says, as an assistant coach, by the way, in case you've forgotten, Mike McDaniels, Mike McDaniel, him too, him too, is the head coach of the Dolphins. Yes. As an assistant coach, he used to be able to make it from Sunday to Wednesday without showering. He can't do that as a head coach. <laughs> okay. I like how we're having this conversation with people. Where Mike McDaniel's having a conversation with Mr. Peepers about his showering habits. Now, I know I've been told by people that, oh, you shower too much, it's bad for your skin, it dries out your skin. I was shattered when I heard that Mila doesn't wash her kunis. Okay. She never showers. Her and, right. uh, what's his name? Uh, Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. He doesn't wash his Kutcher. She doesn't wash her kunis. All right. Because live. water's bad for you, apparently. But I do not understand. It's not like Mike McDaniel used to be an accountant. And it's like, man, I got to tell you, I used to make it from Sunday to Wednesday without taking a shower. But now I'm an NFL coach. I'm on the field all the time. I'm sweating. I got to wash my balls. He was still an assistant coach for a team. You're telling me that you went through the entire game day on Sunday outside sweating headset on all that and then you didn't take a shower until wednesday wait what day did he say sunday to wednesday yes oh okay yeah that's bizarre i would think maybe what he mean maybe i'm maybe i'm wrong maybe what he means is he yeah. would take a shower after the game after on the game, sunday because there's not showers shower wednesday well because here's why because what do those nfl coaches do right sunday ends sunday night all the players are like, cool, I got a day off tomorrow, I'm going to get out of here. Or maybe they have the bye week and they get out of there. The coaches all go right back into the film room and break down the film from that week to see what did we do wrong. And then they go right into the film for the next week to get everything ready for Tuesday when all the guys come back to the facility. They got to have the game plan done. So he's probably looking at it, and I'm sure a lot of assistants, if they're honest, are in the same boat. They probably don't leave the facility for a couple days. They're probably there as soon as they get back, if it's an away game or right after the game's over, they go back to the facility. They go and check out all the game film. And then they are working on that game plan probably up to Tuesday or Wednesday. And probably that's what he's talking about is, yeah, I just would, I would just be grinding tape and doing all that work 18, 20 hours a day, sleeping at the facility on my couch in my office and then I get right back up, get going at it, talk okay. to all players. All right. Well, if that's the case, squeeze in a shower though. For why sure. Why does that change if you're the head coach? It's just when you're a head coach, you're just naturally more sweaty. 
No, because when you're a head coach, you're not you're not grinding as much tape. You're still, I'm sure, doing all that work to some degree, but he also has a media availability that he has oh, to go right. up here okay, for. I'm saying fine. like offensive coordinators and guys who are lower than that on the totem pole, they don't have to go up here in front of the media until usually maybe once a week, and it's probably in the back half of the week. So that's I'm guessing that's what he's talking about is I didn't need to shower because I wasn't going to be in front of people. Again, not the way I'd go with it, but I appreciate the candor. And I wonder how many other assistant coaches are like, uh-oh, that, that is also what I do, but I didn't think anybody would know that. Well, he says he adjusts his shower habits now. Good. He's that, showering more regularly. That, I, I, am, I am with you. I don't know if it's better or worse can for I, your skin. Can I say something? I don't care. You know what I do? I'd rather shower. I wash my ass every single day, mm-hmm. and then I put moisturizer on my skin. What does that mean? What, what I'm just saying, mean? if it dries out the skin, yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, right. water dries say, out skin. You know what else it does? Cleans you. I was so, going to say, you might want to also wash your entire body if no, that's what, I, but I, I got do, okay. but, but then I tell people, it's like, hey man, doesn't your ass smell if you take one shower a week? Like, man, I wash my ass. It's like, okay, so you, you so wash the, your ass. The rest of you doesn't smell though. Right, like the like behind your ears? Yeah, that gets like I mean, some, sometimes if I go... Get some gunk back there? Like a, like a day and a half. Yeah. Without taking a shower. Like I took a shower in the morning one day and then I get an afternoon shower the next day. I, mean, I, you know, I, I Stuff starts to stink. I will spare you all the, the details of this, but just... I hope you don't. No, no, no. As you a, tell us about your loofah. No, as an obese person, when like Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, it's always people who weigh like 127 pounds soaking wet who are like, yeah, you know, I don't even shower anymore. I really don't need to. I don't smell that bad. It's like, yeah, I'm 300 pounds. I, I can't go more than a day without showering because it will be offensive to you and your non-showering when you walk by my stinky ass. Also, I don't feel good because I've got folds and flab and everything else. I need to make sure nothing's in there. I'm sure Ashton Kutcher doesn't smell good either. He just has become immune to well, his own stink. But that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of the people who do that are like, yeah, I don't, I don't ever, I don't shower. I don't have to. Fine. Call me when you're on my 600 pound life and see how that goes. That you can't, you have to shower. Like if you're a bigger person, if you have folds and flabs, like most people do, you should be showering. Stuff gets trapped in there. Sweat gets trapped in there. Feel, it's I don't gross. feel right. If I don't take a shower, I don't feel yeah, right. I don't even from just a mental standpoint, I feel better if I get to do it. It gives me also, if you're a parent, which they are, right? They have kids. Yeah. They don't wash the kids either. Yeah, that's right. All I'm saying is... They only wash the kids if they can see visible dirt. That's what they said. Do you know my shower's one of the like few places in my house where my kids can't bother me? And I don't mean can't because I forbade them from coming in. I just mean when you're cleaning your ass, I hope they people don't just in. don't walk in on you. And they, like, they're just like, oh, okay, we get it. You're in the shower. That's like the 10 minutes I get. At the house to be in solace with just my own thoughts for a little bit. So why wouldn't you want that if you're a parent? What is wrong with these people? I don't know. I'm pro clean. Sorry. And I, oh, your hair's not as shiny. Who the hell cares? What am I going to magazine shoots? What's the difference? Well, also, that's another way of saying yes, because the oils have built up in it. And it, it, there's a fine line there. There's a balance you want to watch out for, right? A little too little, too much. You can go both ways on that. That's all. Uh, the crew hosting Portland on Sunday. They will lose. You hate Caleb Porter now. You have crossed over. It's not even hate. No, you do. It's you annoying. It's just annoying. Just admit it. I'm admit it with that the, you I'm... hate him and you want him fired. And I don't disagree with you, by the way. Let me be clear. 
I don't hate him he as a person. He doesn't wash his ass either. I guarantee it. <laughs> I don't hate him as a person or anything like that. What I get really annoyed with is when I look outside, crew fans look outside, we see thunder and lightning, we see dark clouds, we see the little pitter-patter of rain, and we say, oof. It's like a storm's brewing. He tells you it's sunny. And Caleb Porter's is like, I got to tell you, I think it's just about to clear up. I think we're about to see the sunniest day we've ever had. And it's like, no, we're not, dude. And so then they go out and it, when it rains, it pours and stuff looks bad. And then he this week goes from last week. He's saying we're four games away from peaking. I like where we are. We're right where we want to be. We're just a few games away from hitting our stride. And then this week he's like, I don't know, man. Something's got to change. Yeah, you you have to change because this it's either one of two things, Mike. It's either this entire roster with guys that are some of them, the highest paid players in MLS. They aren't capable of getting it done. Oh, by the way, a roster that won a championship a couple years ago, either all those guys just forgot how to play soccer and they all have no heart. They all have no abilities. They've all just forgotten how to play or the one guy in charge of getting those guys motivated, prepared and to execute on the field isn't getting the job done. Which one makes sense to you? Because I've got my answer. And you can't blame injuries like you did last year. No! Team's been healthy this year. You added a $10 million player in the middle of the thing, and he's been scoring for you. He's and you can't problem. hold a lead. They've given, Mike, they are the worst team in the league after the 75th minute in giving up goals. They are the worst. All right. How is that on anyone else but the guy in charge? Crew hosting Portland on Sunday. Tool of the Week is next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. We're looking at a crash blocking the right lane 270 northbound as you approach I-70 on the east side. We're seeing some slow traffic there. And you have slow traffic on 70 westbound heading into downtown. Slow traffic 670 westbound also heading into downtown. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Taco Bell's nachos are loaded with melty cheese and nacho cheese sauce, plus crunchy Fiesta strips, seasoned beans, tomatoes, and sour cream on top. Or try them spicy with jalapenos and a creamy chipotle sauce. Get them today at a participating Taco Bell location near you. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Common Man and T-Bone present... Of the week. Sponsored by the Lion's Den. The best tool this week, according to us, gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's. Conrad's, the Buckeye State store, is moving. New location announced soon. Always open and now with free shipping at ConradsOSU.com. Check out Conrad's in front of Riverwatch Tower in the Ozone Party each and every home game. Are you ready? I am ready. Not Joe Germain, says my guys. That was all about Cox. Fletcher Cox. My tool is Brett Favre. He was the coolest guy and my favorite player as a kid growing up. Now, whenever I hear his name, he's just doing something terrible. Pee-pee picks, stealing from people on welfare, Wrangler commercials. Dude can just go to hell. <laughs> I mean, the third one, I don't know, is quite as bad as the other two. But sure, whatever. It's your... It's 
It's your Tool of the Week, so I'll let you live. Uh, Dalton says, I would like to nominate myself for Tool of the Week. As you guys were talking about Federer's half a billion dollars being generational wealth, I was thinking I could spend that in no time on cars. Well, no, you couldn't. I mean, you could spend a lot of it, but unless you're building a house for each car in a and on its own private island and flying each car there, I think you could still buy a lot of cars and still have plenty of money left over. Scream at Gene mm. says, my guys. We talked about Cox. My tool of the week is Gene Smith for thinking a home playoff game in Indiana is a good idea. The fan base may travel well, but we would want it in the shoe. Fix the stadium. You have the money. Runner-up is Common Man and T-Bone for not having a Scream at Gene segment yet. Oh. We'll get, we'll get there. All right, yeah. Sure. Uh, your guy Duff says, my tool of the week is me. Was going to stain some wood on the patio, carrying the stain in my elbow, hit the sliding glass door, and I oh. dropped the stain. It opened on impact and then rolled the length of the patio. It permanently looks like someone diarrheaed at my door. <laughs> I'm sorry, Duff. That is awful. Sorry to hear that, buddy. Uh, Believe in Chaos says, my tool of the week is my stepdad for sleeping with my cousin's fiance. Oh. They've been doing it for a year. We just found out yesterday. Oh. Holy oh, crap. Oh, oh, I'm trying to do crap. the like Jerry Springer crowd all by myself. That's, wow. Woo. Woo. 10-10-10 says, my guys. You're going to see Graham, Cox. I mean, they're all just going to be like, hey, I got him. No, I got him. I want that sack. My tool of the week is Rimmer for ruining Wild Card Wednesday. <laughs> My tool of the week is Rimmer for every reason. Sure. Tyler says, my tool of the week is J.W. Johnson. Takes a fan pill for the Browns' new logo, but actively trolls crew fans. Fan poll is what he means. Yeah. Takes a fan poll for the Browns' new logo, but actively trolls crew fans when they tell him the new carabiner logo. Is that what it is? Carabiner, yeah. Carabiner logo sucks. Carabiner's those little things you hook your keys on, or if you are a rock climber, they put ropes through. Anyway. That's what it looks like. But J.W. Johnson is uh, Haslam. Forget if he's, I guess, son-in-law. I think he married one of the Haslam daughters. But anyway, yeah, he 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 can go to hell. Black Sasquatch says, tool of the week, all eye doctors. Oh. I had pressure in my eyes and went to, to a follow-up appointment for more tests, or so I thought. Surprise, I had to get a needle shot in my all eyeball. Ooh. Why, oh, why? To make it worse, I still had to drive to work like Mr. Magoo. Hashtag hate, hate eye doctors. Hmm. I'm so sorry to hear that. That sucks. Uh, Nick the Fish says, My tool of the week is the company I ordered my Dildaroonies from. Hmm. I was set to receive 5,000 Dildaroonies yesterday and 500 gallons of lube, only to be disappointed when they didn't show up. Where are my Dildaroonies? Yeah. He says, Oh, yeah, I forgot to say... My guys. Yeah, they, they definitely are monitoring his load. I hope an employer follows Nick the Fish on his social media and knows who he is and says, and maybe they don't listen to our show and they just saw that and say, I got to talk to Nick on Monday about purchasing habits. See what's going on there. Uh, Clowney says, my senior hurlers. So many of those balls pop out. Oof. My tool of the week is bone and man for all the Toledo hate. Didn't know Tony Pacos and hated on the acceptance rate of UT. Clowney got in with a 2.03 high school GPA. 
The Buckeyes are now going to lose because of this hate. I don't hate Tony Paco's. I just didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was either. I'm sure it's very delicious. If I'd watched MASH, apparently I would have known this. Oh, man, didn't you watch MASH? Yeah. Sorry, Ted. My bad. Uh, Dustin says, my guys. But he's sort of much more erect. My tool of the week is myself. Boss brings the dog into the office. He's not well, and on his last few days, dog pukes all over the floor, and I don't see it. Stomp through it and spread it all over my shoes. Smile and take it. Well, you're right, Dustin. That does suck. Uh, Drew says, gotta be Brett Favre, right? Finding out he conspired with a former governor to steal millions of dollars from those who need that money the most to build a volleyball center is about as low as you can go. Didn't Favre make millions in the NFL and millions for speeches? Pathetic. Uh, Yes. Yes to all of those things. Uh, Nuckeye Butt says, my guys. They got their hands on a lot of balls. My tool of the week is Pat McAfee. How dare you come in and steal steal poor vanilla cornflake dry as the burger Mike had David Pollock's job. He worked hard to be so boring and forgettable. Take your weird tank tops out of game day. <laughs> yeah, David Pollock was, uh, to me, I wish forgettable. He'd take Desmond Howard's job. I know, right? I, I mean, and then I hope Desmond Howard is very healthy and lives I a very long I didn't life say afterwards. Anything else but about yeah, it? If, if Pat McAfee takes his job, that'd be hilarious. Uh, David says, my guys. That wasn't a doink. That was a dong. My tool of the week is YouTube TV and NFL Red Zone. I paid for a subscription to watch NFL Red Zone, and the whole day it was unavailable. Thanks, YouTube TV, for never getting back to me. Oh, that's that's BS. I'd be uh, I'd be outraged. Um, I'm running out of... I got oh. a couple more here. Oh, all right. Dustin says, my guys. My tool of the week is Paramount Plus for still not adding Top Gun Maverick to the service. They're just trying to milk a few more dollars out of the best movie of the year. I'm sure at Bob Carp 3 agrees. Probably does. Bobby Carpenter, big uh, Top Gun guy? I guess so. I, I don't know. Sure. Mitch. 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 Says my guys. There is no delay of game. We didn't let the team go because we were stretching our balls. My tools of the week are my so-called friends, John, Dwight, and Corey. Week one, NFL, and I get to the bar early to get a large table for everyone. They ended up not showing. The bar fills up, and I'm the douche everybody stares at with a table of eight that has four people. That does suck. At least you had four people there, though, as opposed to being by yourself, which would even, that would suck even more. Uh, Saul Goodman says, my guys. Ball's out. Still out. My tools of the week are my three co-workers. They berated me yesterday for liking sports. They think sports fans are stupid and below them. I put up with it until they started saying, how many overtimes are in baseball? <laughs> I then proceeded to cuss them out. Mm, okay. And now I'm currently scheming to open HR investigations on all three of them. I have dirt. Because mama didn't raise no bitch. Wow. GTH. Don't get on Saul Goodman's bad no, side. No, apparently not. I pick a winner. Uh, plenty of good ones to choose from today. But I've got to go with, uh, I believe that was Mr. Chaos, who brought up some chaos of his own that his uh, oh, the, stepdad uh, was sleeping with the cousin's fiance. Yeah. Whew. That was 
There's a lot going on there. How do, I, I want to know so much more. Like, how did they find out about it? Yeah. I mean, I I would wonder if this came out at like a family reunion or some situation like that where everyone is present who's involved and then all of a sudden it's just a yelling match and everyone in the family but a few people has no clue what's going on and then slowly it matriculates through the crowd and they go, oh, oh, that's, oh, no. And then, yeah. And then they start taking sides and then a fight breaks out and then it's just a a brawl for all. All right. Well, I'm sorry about your stepfather, but now you get a $50 gift card to Conrad's. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Traffic clearing up throughout most of the area. We still have a crash on northbound 270 as you approach I-70 on the right shoulder, not causing too big of a delay as it was before. And you have slow traffic on 70 eastbound between James Road and 270. Slow traffic as well, 670 westbound as you head into downtown, and 71 northbound is slow between 670 and Hudson Street. Port is sponsored by Safe Auto. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give them a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys, man and bone. Must be nice to be done at 6 o'clock on a football Friday. What are you done at 6.30 today? That's correct. (laughs) (laughs) That is correct. You've got half an hour to do tonight. Hey, I t- Must be nice I, hey. to do a half an hour show. I tell them I'm ready to work, baby. No, what's Spartak, you- <laughs> whatever you need me to do. Now, what you're- I'll do the game with Matty A. Now, now, we kick him out that. of there. I'll do the game with Tyvis. Your your real must be nice is you could have thrown at us. Must be nice to not be here till one in the morning talking about a Toledo game, because I think you are going to be doing that tomorrow night. Correct? I, on the I, like, game show. I like seeing Beamer and his tiny eyes once a week. <laughs> <laughs> That's the song we need. Instead of, hung- seen, instead of hungry eyes, eyes, it's tiny eyes. Tiny eyes. You ever seen him take his glasses off? He would give, he would give me crap about no glasses. That dude has pinholes for eyes. Well, first he's of like all, he's like a cartoon character. He has a he has an extremely round face. Oh, man. I mean, it is extremely round. So when he takes his glasses off, it is a scene. It's shocking. You know what? You know what it is with Beam, and I'm saying this in a positive way because I don't I don't like to to talk about people's appearances unless they deserve I do. it. Unless they deserve it. Well, you deserve it. But I'm just saying, Beamer's face is always a smile. And the smile engulfs the rest of his face. Would you not agree with He's that? He's a happy looking guy. He's always guy. a happy guy, or at least his face is always happy looking. And so he's like everything else is kind of in the background compared to that smile. And 
his his happiness, his warmth. See, that's interesting that you guys say that because I feel like every time I talk to Beamer, he's miserable. Oh no, no, I said he has a happy really? face. Yeah. I, didn't say, I didn't say he was like thrilled with everything in life. He's always I said complaining he's got a, to me about something. Yeah, but he's got a happy face usually. He'll be smiling, like, oh well, you know, everything sucks. And then he's like, you know, and smiling and walking. You're right. Yeah. You're, you're, he, he's, he can be annoyed, but still look happy. Yes, he's got a happy yeah, countenance. I can see that. That's what I mean. He, he has the opposite of the resting bitch face. It's the opposite right. of that. Yes, it is. Yes. It's he, exact- maybe there is something going on there, but he has a, a pleasant demeanor about him. Like he kind of uses this little shoulder tick or this kind of shoulder shrug mannerism. It's not like a Joey Bosa shrug, but it'll, it's just like a throw the two hands up. Yeah. You've, you've, you've done enough of podcasts and yeah. you know it. Yeah. Like, ah, whatever, man. You know, I just. Let's do what I do. Yep, that's right. He what did, can I? Do? What can I do? Hey, that's hey, when I man. know. That's when I know he's truly at his most annoyed. <laughs> is when I'll I'll be digging in on something and saying, "But isn't this stupid that this is happening around here?" And he'll and he'll look at me and he'll just smile and go, ha, "Well, I just I just I love." Know. I and then love. He like walks out and you're like, "Yes, he agrees. He's just he's he's so done with it. He's just giving you the smile I, and nod." I do that to you though, and you just keep talking to me. Yeah, because we got to keep doing this over here. I let him go because he's been here for three hours. Whenever I talk to him, it's at the end of his shift. You, it's bright and early in the afternoon. Now, do you do you talk his ear off about like the trips to the Pacific Northwest when he's trying to leave? No. Get out of here? No. He's usually talking to me. Like you. Really? Yes, oh, you like- talk to me. I talk to you. I don't have to talk. <laughs> I can sit here with my headphones on. You talk to me. Yeah. I talk to you. It's talk. It's talking. It goes back and forth. But who talks more, though? I don't know. Probably me. I talk a lot. Yeah. I probably talk the most. It's fine. Well, between the two of you, oh, I know. you are the champions of the office. I Both of you. We're, we're I would agree. We're I, would agree to, I would agree to that. That's yeah. why they have us separated on different ends of the office, because they know <laughs> if we were together, nothing would ever get done. Who's on the other end of that spectrum? I'm, I'm probably down on the other end. No, you're you're chatty enough that I think you're you pass for interested, even though I know you're not. Um, no, he's on the, the boat. Man's probably yeah. Bodie's Bodie's quiet. Bodie's not even visible. Bodie doesn't even really work here. Well, no, he, he does. Just, he's but like this, vapor. He comes. He, he appears when it's time to run the board. <laughs> he's, he's like a vampire. I like he it though. Not, but that's he comes into human form. But I when get it. It's six o'clock. I envy Bodie because he is someone who you could he could. You could see him be like, oh, hey, Bodie, how's it going? It's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. you be like, oh, hey, how's it going? And you're like, good. Just get here. I'll be like, no, I've been here since 6 a.m. And you're like, I had no idea. He's been, I've been in every studio. I've been walking around looking for people to talk to, apparently, where I can just find someone to chat with. And he's nowhere to be seen, but he's been here. Yeah, that's the one. That's the winner. Bodie. Matt, him, and Matt, him and Matt Andrews. Those are the two that Matty... No, no, Matty will come talk to me. No, he'll talk, but he but he comes over and offers like a sentence or two, and then is like, all right, I'm done. And then he like leaves. I'm saying that's an appropriate level of talk. Matty will roll by and scream at you. Yeah, occasionally. You get one of those. Jumped on. <laughs> yeah, but you know what shows. I appreciate about him is that he's always <laughs> mad about something, but to Bone's point, he keeps it succinct. Yeah, he'll come over and be he'll like, walk him, I'm going to kill this guy. He's doing son of a bitch. All right, see you later. Yeah, like he'll he'll <laughs> offer the hot take real quick and then go, all right, I got to go. And it's like, I, I get it. That's good. We need the balance here. All right, what's coming up on your condensed Buckeye show? Oh, yeah, we've got 27 and a half hard-cutting minutes of 
Buckeyes and Toledo Rockets preview. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone, uh, the only thing I have for you today is that David Blaine, the illusionist mm. slash magician, I don't know, he prefers to be called an illusionist, uh, he apparently did an interview where he said that there's been some side effects to some of his stunts that he's done. He said he suffered some metabolism issues because of holding his breath so much. Uh, he also said he's had short-term memory loss because of that, but the short-term memory rebuilds itself. He said the biggest thing for him is the unknowns that he has yet to face with his gastrointestinal tract because of eating glass, kerosene, and other things such as. So in case you were under oh, any illusions... That he's doing these Are things you with really some magic. An illusionist? <laughs> That's what just, I yes! You know, exactly you're, right. you're a cast member on Jackass if you're just eating glass. Steve If there's no trick to it. That's right. You're just an idiot. That's what annoys me when it's like illusionist David Blaine is gonna be suspended over the Thames River in a glass box for three days. It's like great. What does that have to do with magic or illusions? That's just him being weird. So you're telling me the sword swallower actually slashes up the inside of his body. <laughs> I don't know. Well, if you do it wrong, yes, if that's you're, If you're good at it, you do. I mean, come on. Let's let's not be a phony here. All right. Buckeye Show is next. High School Football at 630. We will see you Monday. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Still looking at some slow traffic, 670 westbound heading into downtown, 70 eastbound is slow as well, near 270 on the east side. This report is sponsored by Churches. At Churches, we put it all on the table for less. Get 10-piece legs and thighs, two large sides, five honey butter biscuits, and five jalapeno peppers starting at just 20 bucks. Offer valid at participating locations. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, the fan. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.